0: Put your paws up, Cause you
1: were born this way, baby.
0: Hello everyone, and welcome to What's Your Jersey Podcast? I'm your host, Jack Lamar Fuji, and we have so much in store for you this week. A lot has happened. Uh, I know Jersey is in the title of this podcast, so yes, we talk about sports. Yes, we talk about being from New Jersey. Yes, we talk about all my guests and where they're from and how they got to where they are, but I figured the best way to start off the podcast was to have someone that knows a shit ton more about sports than I do and who is also from New Jersey, and who is also a past guest on the podcast. Uh, Welcome back, Main Squeeze. Hi. Hi, Tommy Caprio.
2: How are you? I'm glad to be here. Are you? As always.
0: (laughs) Guys, I'm forcing him to do this.
2: (laughs) She wakes me up half asleep to do it, but I'm ready. (laughs) I am ready to go.
0: You are ready. You are in it to win it. Uh, For those of you just joining the podcast, that's my Main Squeeze. We live together, so yes, I woke him up in our office and forced him to do the opening but i feel like for those of you listening it would be much more beneficial to hear about i don't know the first week of the nfl season from someone who's actually playing fantasy
2: football that's me i am playing that's you who unfortunately also i lost my game oh but, no yeah i'm not i'm not off to a good start but i do pay attention
1: why, I think most happened? people pay
2: attention to the NFL because of fantasy now. You think and so? Yeah, I think it's actually made the casual fan more intrigued to watch more games because, you know, back in the day, you watch your favorite team or you watch the local game that you got. But now all of a sudden, since you have a bunch of players from around the country that are on your team, you wind up watching a game you never watched like you know, the Eagles and the Falcons. Gross. Ugh. Ugh.
1: <laughs> Boo, Eagles.
0: <laughs> Do you think a lot of front runners are now Eagles fans just because of last season?
2: I think like a lot of young kids are, but I think Eagles fans are just like, that's they're born with that in their blood. You know, they're born with like a half-grown-in beard, rowdy, ruin every bar they come into, but they're born with it. They're born they,
0: just like Bradley yeah. Cooper and Silver Linings Playbook. Exactly. It's just, that's it. That's who they're, they're living their best life in a garbage, trash, in a garbage bag, in a garbage bag.
2: Yep. <laughs> and not because they're trying to lose weight either. they just, they just wear Eagles fans just like to wear garbage bags.
0: <laughs> I feel bad. I have some really good friends that are Eagles fans, but fuck you Eagles. <gasps> Ooh, I just cursed already. Oh my God.
2: You don't curse on this podcast. I don't.
0: I do. I'm sorry guys. If you're listening with your kids that I'm so sorry that just happened. You're um,
2: a lot of people are sitting around with their children. <laughs> Saying, you know what, we have to get everybody gather around (laughs) kids. We're going to listen to what's your Jersey today. We're going to learn something.
0: I wouldn't mind that. I would really enjoy it. if, like teachers played it in the classroom. Yeah. You know what? Someone commented on, on a picture I posted about last week's podcast. It was some dude that wrote, you say like a lot. And I was like, no shit. Do you have a way to like, make me not say it a lot. So I'm going to try to focus on not saying like,
2: is there like a special? You just did it. See?
0: Is there a special you could have left out the like but it's easy for yeah, some reason I think reason. people are
2: saying that you say it to start sentences. You think so? Yeah. I'm going to be more call- I'm going to be more observant and kind of keep an eye on the likes.
0: A like, do you want to do Even not just
2: for me but for you. Like <laughs> like I just did, but in our own lives. I'm going to say, "Yep, no likes." Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, uh,
0: that's like honestly we've been trying to not be on our phones and be more present
2: yep while I'm on my phone looking down now yeah
0: no he's like that's why I'm saying it no I'm (laughs) actually just um... are you looking up stats
2: I'm just looking at some sport. You know, I'm just. Were at- you
0: really proud of me when I left my phone at home and went to your family event this weekend?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I was proud of you. I was more disappointed <laughs> you at, for, uh, in you at first because I'm like, oh god, what else did you leave? Because you did leave a bunch of stuff you needed. Uh-huh. By the way, you borrowed a T-shirt. Can I get that back? It was so cute. Guys. Yeah, you tied the bottom. It's probably ruined, but can I get it back? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, just do the laundry. Okay. No.
2: <laughs> but the point is. Jacqueline left her phone at my house, and then we drove an hour to go to a family, um, a christening. And you know, we got about we were about fifteen twenty minutes into the drive when she realized she didn't have it anymore, and I panicked. And I I think she was calm, but I had a panic attack. I was like, "Wait a minute! I would rather go to the christening with no pants on, <laughs> literally no pants, just like walk in with my underwear, than than not have my phone." and she didn't have her phone but she didn't freak out she didn't make me turn around she just like all right we're gonna just go for it but you know it killed you all day
0: it really didn't though i honestly felt very at ease it was so it was just like either i'm gonna give into this and just be like i don't have my phone and i can't do anything about it or i'm gonna be a miserable bee miserable bee (laughs) with anxiety and just angry and because it was a situation that like granted it ended up being great but you were you were gonna be busy during a church service like i was gonna be like left out in the wild (laughs) to like fend for myself
2: right but then if you were looking if you were in the church looking down at your phone (laughs) <laughs> you would have been. You would have been an asshole. Yes. <laughs> right. So you didn't need it there. It would have been nice for you to take pictures. Yeah. But I had my camera, and there, and there wasn't much you know in, not that many interesting pictures to take anyway
0: they were all taken already yeah your mom took care of it she yeah, was on picture and duty and to- i loved how she was like direct it was like your family had planted family members around the church your mom would literally point at one of your sisters and she'd be like go and like all of a sudden
2: she you would like the pictures
0: yeah it was great it was awesome yeah
2: so you didn't eat it there and then you sat yeah. at, a, at a table with a bunch of people which forced you to um interact talk, interact and be a human yeah I mean, I think it's a lesson that most people learn. Like, even if it's simple things, like for me, I took a 45-day, I don't know why 45 days was the number I I chose, it was really 30 days, but I took a 45-day break from social media, and I actually did have a little withdrawal and like a a little bit of depression after like a week. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think social media in a lot of ways, and and maybe some of your listeners could, could relate to this. Gives you a sense of like belonging, or having a voice, or feeling like you're contributing to a co- contributing to a conversation that's bigger than you, you know. And I used to find my I think what, what the reason I got off of it is because one I'd wake up angry, you know. I'd wake up in the morning, I would roll over, you grab my phone, and it would be like somebody picking on me on Twitter, you know, based on the, the who I work for and what I do. Because you have no and, filter,
0: huh? Because you have no filter. I have
2: no filter. I have no inner <laughs> monologue. That's except that's... for when
0: I'm posting pictures of you. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Um, and so I I just, I have the, you know, it's hard for me to bite my tongue and let people talk when, especially when I see stupid, it's hard to just not <laughs> call it out. Uh, and so therefore it would just be an argument and I'm like, all right, then I, before I even leave the house in the morning or get out of bed, I'm already in an argument of, you know, state of mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is not healthy because I'm going to work. I'm angry. You're
0: just coming from a negative place from the get go.
2: Yeah. And so. And I know social media is not supposed to be a negative place, but uh, for me, a lot of it is, especially in the times that we live in, you know, because no one ever posts anything like really good other than like, oh, my kids are going to school today. I'm like, oh, who cares? But um,
0: <laughs> oh, they were really cute pictures of your sister's kids going to their I didn't first I'm not saying my
2: sister's kids. My family is always cute. They're I'm talking about everyone else's so kids. So annoying how
0: okay. cute they are. Uh, I get it. I was I always like to talk about podcasts that I binge or listen to um and i on the plane was listening to Gerard Carmichael Carmichael i don't know why i can't say his name Gerard Carmichael on on a Ferris's podcast mm-hmm. and he was talking about social media cuz he doesn't do it
1: and Which is amazing
0: he was saying that for example one of his friends was like wait you didn't you didn't see what i posted on social media like you didn't see my weekend like and he was like no we're hanging out and that's this is when you tell me about your weekend like, right. I, this is when I want to hear about it, not when I'm out doing other things. I don't, I don't want to be flipping through my phone and seeing what you did on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, you're like,
2: who cares about your weekend unless you tell me about it?
0: Yeah. It
2: doesn't re- your weekend really shouldn't exist unless you care to tell me about it because we're not, yeah. I, I wasn't I there.
0: And I listened to that a day before I left my phone at home. So- yeah, because
2: after you left your phone at home, that's the one story you brought up. <laughs> It's
0: like Tommy's hearing everything again. But I feel like that, like, kind of made me more chill about it. Because I was like, yeah, like, I don't need to be posting everything about this christening that I'm at. Like, I'm here. Right. And if someone asks about it, I will tell them. Granted, I I'm- used to
2: post a lot about, like, concerts I went to and stuff. Like, hey, I'm here listen yeah. to this song. I'm like, you no, know, no. these people aren't there. And, like, because I really think social media and maybe for me and maybe for other people was just, like, my life is better. It's like, hey, look, my wife is better than yours. You know what I mean? I think that's what a lot of people will try and do it. But it's it's all smoke and mirrors. And- it is.
0: It's your highlight reel. And I, I talk about it later on with Aaron Darling, who's the guest on the pod. You'll hear about it soon. Um, right. But we talk about that. And I'm not going to lie. I'll probably repost the pictures that have been posted about the christening later on this week. But-
2: right. Did you talk about the christening?
0: No, I haven't.
2: So then, who wants to hear about my christening? I wasn't christened, just so people know, right? I was the godfather. I for a baptized
0: Tommy. Right? Uh, she dipped
2: me in water. He I was came born out again. Born again.
0: <laughs> you were born again. Uh,
2: I was the godfather for a uh, couple-week-old nephew.
0: Is this his third time being a godfather? It's like stop bragging.
2: Right. I didn't brag. <laughs> you brought it up.
0: Um. Yeah. It was amazing, and you you killed it, and you looked really cute in your suit.
2: Yep new suit very proud of it it
0: was really cute anyway um fantasy football it's the first season it's the first week of football
2: yep is that what we're going to talk about football i
0: I feel like that's what we should talk about
2: sure we could do like a little flash fire through a bunch of yeah i want to flash
0: fire through it okay first anyone that kind of watched like one thing or maybe just like highlights from games like if you're at the office what should you be talking about this week when it comes to football
2: I think that most people are going to talk about. Uh, well, um, Aaron Rodgers had like one of the most epic comebacks in the fourth quarter of all time. That was my he, favorite. A, a week after he signed the most lucrative contract in all of sports, it was like you or guys all football. He's the richest guy. You spent uh, your money he right. Gets, he gets hurt in the first half, and he doesn't look like he's coming back. They go hurt Hearted off the field. Yep, twenty to nothing to losing, and he comes back in. All you know, a little bit ter- melodramatic, but he comes back in like. Bear, like, kind of limping. He's like, I must come back for the team. And he, Anyway, he comes back, and he brings them all the way back, and they beat the Bears. And I'm not sure if it's a, a testament to how awesome he was or how pathetic the Bears the <laughs> played Bears. the second half. The Bears. The Bears. And I feel bad for people from Chicago. And in fact, I don't, because I'm a big St. Louis Cardinals fan, and the Cubs are my arch rival. <laughs> and so, therefore, they already won a World Series two years ago, just shut up and get back in line and wait
0: I love people from Chicago, but still so that like, was an epic- really
2: quickly go, so that was a big highway that was of cool the week. yeah um
0: what happened with the the flowers guy from the giants
2: he stinks why uh, he's a he's a tackle for the giants and he's just a big big bubble head you know galoop i guess not even a word, but he uh he just can't he doesn't move very well and he just keeps. He keeps causing penalties for the Giants and uh, holding, tripping, everything he could just to try and get Eli from getting his head taken off. And Eli is a quarterback for the for the for the Giants. So because we
0: had talked about last week with Emily that Odell was also someone that was getting a lot of money.
2: Yeah, and he did, and he played really well. Unfortunately, the Giants just um, you know couldn't muster. And it was really it was really great to see some of the rookies. For example, um, Sa- Sa- uh, Saquon Barkley, who's start who's a starting running back for the Giants. He had a sixty-something-yard run. He looked really, really good. That's that's promising. Even more so in the New York area. Sam Darnell throws his first pass in the NFL, and it's picked off for a touchdown. It looks like it's going to be another typical Jet disaster, Jet career. And then he goes out there again, and he you know brushed that off. He played a great game, and the Jets destroyed the Detroit Lions, which is which, which is
0: something he wouldn't have said out loud three years ago.
2: Or something you wouldn't, something you would definitely wouldn't have thought was going to happen. Period. You know? <laughs> but I think the Jets are for real. I think they're going to be, and they're a bunch of no names, a bunch of people with a chip on their shoulder. I think they might be the t- the, the best team in New York because Buffalo, you know, and just so you guys know, Buffalo is in New York. Um, <laughs> Buffalo is horrible. They know that, and they I know they know, but they lost forty-seven to three. So Buffalo may be the worst team in football. Not the Browns. No,
0: the no, Bra- they the Baker. Are actually, You're right.
2: The Browns, and that was another story. The Browns tied to Pittsburgh Steelers, which a tie in football is very rare. And for them, that's a win. You know how pathetic the Browns have been over the last two years? No, but they should have won. They are now, with a tie, they have like their best start in five years. But
0: that's sad. (laughs) Like the fact that they couldn't just get one extra point.
2: Yeah.
0: Is that, that's a thing. They should have done that.
2: They get points. But I mean, they had every opportunity to win that game and they didn't.
0: Okay, so the Browns should have won. The Giants are probably going to suck this year, which hurts me to say out loud. But I
2: don't know the Giants will suck. I don't think, I think they'll they suck. played The Giants played the Jacksonville Jaguars, who may be one of the top two or three teams in the AFC. Uh, in the AFC. So they're actually really, really good. So they played a really great defense. You know who sucks? Yeah. The Cowboys.
0: whoa did that hurt yeah
2: it hurts to say because i am a cowboy fan and i really don't think they have any offense and i think they're realizing they made a mistake by getting rid of des bryant Mm. um and so but they also played a good carolina defense so at first week you can't really tell some teams like come out on fire um but a lot of these good teams with these high profile players they didn't even they didn't even play in preseason so this is like the first time they played together So
0: they're a little rusty
2: and you know who's really really good who and it's fun to watch the L.A. Rams. The the L.A. Rams are for real. They may be one of the best teams. In and for
0: someone that doesn't like football, who's listening, their helmets alone are reason enough to watch the Rams.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to go to a game. I got offered tickets for Sunday this week, but I don't know if you can. No, play.
0: because the Cowboys and the Giants are playing. We can't like accidentally miss that game. That's not. No. OK, no, I don't no. To
1: watch that.
2: Because <clears throat> I feel like I'm going to be on the losing end of that, and I'm not sure that's a good thing. That's why
0: we're going to watch it together. I'm like
2: kind of a, a little bit of a Jets fan this year.
0: That hurts my soul, but well, like whatever. I'm sure I'm it not going to be a Giants it's fan. A, it's a healthy competition. It's fine. It's totally fine. Um, okay, so the Rams, they look really good. They play the Raiders, which the Raiders have the most diehard, like hardcore. like They're the opposite of the Eagles fans, where the Eagles fans I feel like are just scrappy and talk a lot of shit, where the Raiders fans like scare me a little bit <laughs> yeah and they and they talk
2: a lot of shit too yeah their, they're not actually that great anymore but they are an angry bunch
0: oh yeah. yeah like i ugh, they, the throw down yeah. they throw, they will, the throwdown factor the face tattoos they will is probably you. a higher um percentage than yeah, like an there's Eagles more face fan tattoos face in
2: oakland <laughs> than any place else
0: it's a lot All right. So I, unfortunately, my fantasy team folded this year. So I'm not playing fantasy football. So I am going to live vicariously through you. How did the team do this year?
2: My fantasy team lost our week one. And that's basically because Jimmy Garoppolo, who's supposed to be the big star from San Francisco, and he's, you know, he didn't play very well. I don't have many um, wide receivers, but I have a... A whole stable full of running backs, great running backs, so <laughs> and I just happened to play one of the people who had the best score, so hopefully we'll get this thing back on track all right have, any I tips to, any tips
0: yes for your fantasy like if you fuck up the first week of fantasy football, how are you going to rebound for next week?
2: well, you've got to take a real honest look at your team and say some of these guys are going to suck, and you're going to have to like either. Go on the trade block and see who wants to give you something, and you're going to have to give something up. Or you just kind of play the whole game. Like, I, I've won seasons when I I just totally had horrible picks right from the start for my team. And every week I just looked for team. Like, you, once you find who the bad teams are, like, whoever's playing the Bills, pick those guys just for that week and play them. Like, okay. the, the quarterback who's playing the Bills, pick them because they're going to get a lot of points. You know what I mean? Like oh, So every tip. week you just start going, like...
0: You're like hedging cho- your bets? Yeah, you're
2: hedging your bets. You're picking different people every week based on, well, oh, they're playing a horrible team and they may have, a, you know. And then you just kind of like, that's some real GM skill, general manager skills, if you can pull that off your stud. But, you know, most people like, let the computer do the drafting for them and no. then they just play the... Don't be lazy. Yeah, they be I lazy. I used to do
0: that and it becomes much more fun when you actually trade people and like you're... Really playing? Yeah, the game. make some moves. Make like, some moves. It's like, like a chess I've game. already
2: started that. I picked up some people on the waiver wire who had a better week than who who we didn't know who they were last week, and all of a sudden they're like, "This guy's going to be a star." And I got rid of some people that I I realize are never going to get enough playing time or not good or you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make some moves and hopefully get this. Uh, just train back on the tracks the right way. I have some good core. I just need to figure out this wide receiver situation. I got some guy... You know, the NFL is another problem with the NFL. Is there's always a guy who like beats the shit out of his wife or or car or drinks and crashes his car. And then and then you're like, my team's screwed because some guy had a bad weekend. You right? know? Like,
0: or they like, shoot right. off a few fingers. I got,
2: I got one guy who played really good this week, but apparently he's on trial for something he did in the offseason. He may or may not get suspended. Like, uh, I, I have to worry about injury and some off-field you know legal problems yeah
0: it's it's all exciting it's all a show yeah i like that i feel like it was exciting to watch football in this first week though there was a lot of like breakout plays that brought me back to being a little kid and being like oh this is why i enjoy football for right back
2: when you were a little kid and your dad was upset and the giant stunk
0: The Giants were great when I was a little kid.
2: Yeah, they were actually
0: playoffs, Super Bowls. It was all Lawrence I I Taylor remember, was in there. I remember there. When, um, the,
2: when the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. I haven't, I haven't enjoyed that. I mean, baseball has been good for me, so 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 you know, it's all evens out. You
0: can't win them all, Caprio.
2: I want to. I want to win everything. So, do your fans and your and your listeners, do they like have they totally been like, all right, this is way too much sports talk for me probably let's talk relationship let's do something like that. do you
0: that. want to talk relationship
2: yeah you want to talk about some serious stuff okay no not really
0: You <laughs> got so scared no today.
2: no i didn't get scared you brought but, it up. but dudes dudes don't want to talk about that stuff you just want to
0: did you enjoy guys we had a very boring car ride in the rain in traffic the other day and so i downloaded the would you rather app was that a fun game for you to pass the time or was it like? Uh... That's
2: fine. It took about ten minutes, and then I was just like, "Let's just be quiet and listen to the windshield wipers." <laughs> <laughs> but I actually made that drive several times from South Jersey to North Jersey, maybe four or five times. Yeah. From the minute you got there, I picked you up at the airport. Yeah. We went back down, and it rained for the last two days. Like I, when I first got to Jersey, I was there for a, week, a two-week vacation. It was, it was hot, it was warm. I got a nice tan, beach sunshine, t- um, sunshine, and then <laughs> when you flew in, it started to rain. <laughs> so you brought the rain I did. and then it rained and I was like oh cool rain is awesome we rain never see rain great. in LA, right? I love rain it's awesome it's like, it's like it sounds home. cool on the roof when we're sleeping because like we
0: always if someone can't sleep in the room it's like Alexa play the thunderstorm and that like it's like a baby being put to
2: sleep yeah that's what we do at night we're like Alexa play thunderstorms and then we're she's
0: her. doing it now she's yeah. talking to us yeah that's All so right, Alexa creepy. No, go to sleep Alexa off that was so fucking creepy. What? If if I was alone in this apartment and that started going on, that was the I scariest thing. I knew it was going
2: to happen. You, that thing listens to everything.
0: I didn't realize that. And
2: it's, you wonder why we have like ads for things and when you're like, oh my we God. need to get a new uh, can. I tell you something? Can.
0: So I do, I had a show tonight and I do a bit about us moving in together and like furniture and a joke about you sending me <laughs> dick pics that are really just side tables from CB2 that mm-hmm. you think are cute, and I got off stage and I looked at my Instagram and it was an ad for IKEA. It was a sponsored ad for CB2. It was a sponsored side ad. Like yeah, and literally my phone was in my pocket recording my set, and all of a sudden all these ads for furniture were on my Instagram. Was the other
2: night too, at my parents' house, like my mom was like talking about something, some furniture she was selling, and my phone was on the table, and then. You know, I go into the other room to look at my phone, and then Instagram is like, "Hey, check out this new couch." I'm like, I, I, "They're listening to us." It's insane. Yeah. We should
0: just start talking about like money all the time, and just hopefully like ads for like <laughs> making all the money all the time.
2: No, they're <laughs> just, just going to send us ads for. You're right. That'll just be annoying. Yeah. What do
0: you want? What What should we talk about?
2: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't want
0: fresh mozzarella shipped in from New Jersey.
2: Yes, cheese. Cheese. Talk About lots of cheese, <laughs>
0: check your phone. All right, well,
2: so salmon, cheese,
0: cheese, at tally. All right, before we get to the podcast, um, I want oh, to know what is
2: this not a podcast?
0: No, this is this is you're just easing us into it. I figured I'd bring you on because you knew a lot more about football, but I realize I actually know the same amount, so yeah,
2: <laughs> well, you didn't ask any questions, all right,
0: though. real quick. Um, a pick six, because that was that's happened a lot in the first week, and honestly, it doesn't happen that often in football. Can you tell the meatballs what a pick six is?
2: Uh, it's a lottery. No, it's a lottery in New Jersey. <laughs> I'm like, don't confuse them. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, pick six is when you when the, the offense throws a pass, and it's they call it picked off, meaning it's intercepted and returned for a touchdown. Happened more times in this opening weekend than in NFL history, I believe, six I times. That.
0: I feel like the NFL is having, like, global warming. Like, the amount of, like, rain, oh, hurricanes, everything. Oh
2: all sports have been messed up. My, my college team has to, like, cancel this weekend. There's hurricanes and rain all in the whole the But we're going to make
0: it. Right? Mm-hmm. We're going to make it. It's
2: I think we're okay. fine here in L.A. It's beautiful. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Until the big one happens. Until the big earthquake happens.
2: Stop jinxing us! I'm
0: not jinxing us. I'm just being realistic. I thought it was a full moon, but that's the light. You ever
2: have someone like look in a room and then look over their shoulder (laughs) like they see something, but you don't see it? Start to get nervous. (laughs) She just did that. (laughs) Froze and just stared at it, kind of like a cat who notices a ghost.
0: I was about to say that out loud. It's like you're in my head. That was weird. Okay, pick six.
2: I I promise, folks, this podcast is good. You're going to really enjoy it. I didn't mean to bring the energy. Right down from the start, you you're gonna love it. Stick around;
0: it's so amazing. Stick you, around; you have no idea what you're in store for. We talk about ghosting. We talk actually; you would enjoy this. We talk a lot. So my guests this week, Ar- Ariel Kashanchi—I always say her, her name wrong—Kashanchi and Aaron Darling. They have a podcast called Ghosted Hunters. Jim Jeffries, you're the producer of the Jim Jeffries Show. Jim was a guest on it, and we right. talk about his episode. Um, do you have any insight on ghosting?
2: Uh, no, but I always threaten to ghost you.
0: He does do that. He did that this morning. I actually. did. It was fun.
2: <laughs> I actually told that story at work today. I was you like, did. yeah, I threatened my girlfriend that when she comes home, all my stuff will be gone. <laughs> like what? Who Can does that? Can you tell I'm them like,
0: how psycho you are and why you threatened that?
2: All well, there's people. simple things like sometimes she'll be like, I need five minutes to get ready. Right. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll go in the other room and then five minutes will go by and I'll be like, this is not going to work. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I, I can't be in a relationship with somebody who lies. <laughs> it's been over It's been over five minutes. Uh, and this is over. You're a liar. Right? And then there's... What, what was it today? Oh, you're, I was. I, I look over, I open my eyes, and you're just pulling your clothes out like a madman, trying to find all the stuff you're trying to do. Typical morning. And you can't find what you're looking for. And I was like, you need to get more organized, or I'm not going to come home. <laughs> just... <laughs> I mean, they're empty threats, but they're... But they're but I really, but I, you know, is that what it was? But I don't he, like, know. I was half asleep.
0: Yeah, no, You <laughs> really did. Um, when you get home, all my stuff's gonna be gone. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. And I was like, perfect. I have the ghosted hunters on the pod today, so they're gonna find you. <laughs>
2: you have to find me. I can. I'll, I'll call them. I ghosted her because she's not unorganized.
0: Well, I I am organized in our mutual space. Yes. 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 Which is um,
2: not which is our bathroom should be mutual space.
0: You can go in the bathroom
2: whenever you want. I never go in that bathroom. The
0: key, <laughs> the key to a healthy relationship is separate bathrooms. Two
2: bathrooms. Just absolutely. saying.
0: I was at a comedy show tonight and Kelsey Cook, who's very funny, she has performed all over, and she's on the Self Helpless podcast. Talked about how her and her fiance live in a one bedroom, one bath apartment, and he likes to spend forty five minutes in the bathroom pooping and playing games on his phone and she is ibs and she actually shit in a box last night because he would not get out of the bathroom
2: those people have something wrong with them
0: i know that was like they're a just really... asking
2: for it. like the glutton for punishment
0: it was kind of an awkward story to sit through yeah but like i respect her for saying it out loud
2: for shitting in a box i
0: doubt that'll make it to her I don't I, I, I have set. a hard
2: time believing that she But she shit
0: in a box and then walked by her boyfriend and he was like What's what's up? What's in there? And she was like, My shit because you wouldn't leave the bathroom. And he was Why like Why do you
2: tell people IBS? I don't know. And that's something you just leave alone
0: <laughs> It's a sacred thing, is yeah. that
2: it? I mean uh, is that is that funny? Is that IBS is that comedy was like hi I'm a chick, I'm not woman aren't supposed to poop Well she's
0: skinny with big boobs and like blonde and cute so I guess it's cute I don't know
2: Yeah but but it's a, it, it's a universal law Everyone knows That women don't poop So the fact that She would say That she has IBS
0: <laughs> I've trained you well <laughs> Women don't poop Alright Um, One thing Because if they do
2: I don't come home <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's such a lie Meatballs He totally does Poopery Everyone Poopery Use it Live by it Bring it with you They have, It's great I is definitely recommend ad? it No it's not an ad <laughs> I this think is, we should be It should be
2: what's your jersey sponsored by poopery
0: it would be great it would make everyone's life's lives better um speaking of sponsors i just want to thank (laughs) he hates matches like if you light a match tommy's like you pooped um (laughs) so no more matches um he loves talking about poop that's a separate podcast we could talk for hours (laughs) anyway um speaking of sponsors i just want to thank my sponsors uh this week I have Outdoor Voices. Uh, What's Outdoor Voices, you ask? Outdoor Voices makes high-quality, active apparel to take you from gym life to everyday life seamlessly and fashionably. Um, I like to call it fashion, uh, spelled with a U-N-N-N instead of I-O-N. Anyway.
2: Yeah, but that's good uh, (laughs) because what is that basically active wear that you can wear to do comedy shows?
0: that's basically i (laughs) literally guys i have spent the entire day in my outdoor voices ensemble Uh, i've taught two classes i did a comedy show and this podcast and i'm still sitting here in this outfit i'm obsessed with it i've already gifted my mom everything that they sent me i have also sent her um, it's just so cute and it pulls you in and makes you look really cute and gives you thigh gap and it's so adorable. I'll talk more about it later, but I do want you guys to know for 20% off your first order of a hundred dollars or more, just all you have to do is visit outdoorvoices.com slash Jersey, J E R S E Y. And you enter again, Jersey. Capital J-E-R-S-E-Y as your promo code. I'll post pictures about it. If you want to see the pictures, go on at Jacqueline It's my social media. It's all the things. Tommy's already sleeping. I know.
2: <laughs> I'm not sleeping. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually on my iPad right now ordering. Thank you. Ordering using the code capital J-E-R-S-E-Y, Jersey.
0: For outdoorvoices.com. For
2: outdoorvoices.com.
0: Do you know what kept us awake on our big car rides this week? What? The protein bars that I forced you to try, and you were like, "Oh my god, I want all of them."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the RX Don't bars. Don't tell me
2: they're a sponsor too.
0: It's a sponsor. I'm not gonna. I was like fooling you with trickery. Oh, you're <laughs> like, "Oh, guess what I bought for us?"
2: See, it's not trickery. You're lying to me.
0: <laughs> I'm not lying. And that's lying. why
2: this is not gonna work. <laughs>
0: But I keep your tummy full and I keep you happy. And that's half the battle when it comes to relationships, guys. Um, on our car ride, I give you RX bars and I give you their new flavors, which I, they, they have seasonal flavors. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Why are really? you <laughs> seasonal flavors.
2: Seasonal? yeah, Like peppermint?
0: No, we're not into Christmas yet. All right.
2: Candy corn. No,
0: it's the nickname that you call me. Peanut. Peanut, yes. They have a whole, they've debuted a RX nut butter line. It's so nut butter flavors are honey cinnamon, peanut butter, and then a separate peanut butter, and then a vanilla almond butter. I mean.
2: Wait, do they have a a miserable bee flavor?
0: (laughs) No, they (laughs) don't. Because they call you that,
2: too. That's what
0: he calls me. Anyway, for those of you meatballs that don't know what Arc's Bar is, it's something that I'm obsessed with. I eat them on the regular, and now my main squeeze also eats them on the reg. It's a whole food protein bar with simple, real ingredients. Seriously, guys, what does that mean, you ask? The bars are made with real, whole ingredients that you know it's egg whites dates nuts stuff that's really good for you real unsweetened chocolate coconut apples just all the flavor components of real food and it's nutritional boxes they taste delicious it's awesome they started in 2013 there's no b s it's just it's a great product is did you enjoy a, is the there bars IBS? no there's no <laughs> You're Stop it. There's no IBS involved. This actually is the opposite of
2: IBS. I love, I love how you said, uh, and you said, and what's not you ask? I'm like... What if like I, no one's asking. I wonder if, I, I wonder if anyone's actually asking, they what is think. real
0: food? What is real food? I think everyone's asking What that. is real
2: food you ask? I'm like, nope, didn't ask it.
0: Well, that's the cool thing about this is that it's like a simple clean like you know what you're putting in your body like i would be totally fine giving this to children or just anyone that has ibs yeah. <laughs> like i feel like it would settle your I,
2: stomach I, w- I would suggest not using the word ibs when you're when we're trying to talk about food but no guys because it, it is won't actually make you good shit they shit are good they're good they taste good you know they're a quick snack and easy they're bar. you see them around
0: they're gluten-free which is something you're really into lately? Yeah, I don't have
2: celiac, but I I prefer to be gluten free because I feel crisper.
0: And that's gross. And they're, they're gluten free.
2: Why <laughs> like crisper is a bad word? I
0: don't know. What does crisper mean?
2: I mean, I feel like uh, I'm like I'm not. I don't have much brain. I don't. The less gluten you have, you feel like you have less brain fog. So you feel more awake.
0: Here. So you're more. Yes. Okay. You're sharper. I'm
2: crisp. You're crisp. Like a crisp chip.
0: So it's gluten free. Oh, crack. Soy-free, dairy-free, and the coolest thing about it, I like salty and sweet. What do you like? Free. <laughs> you like things that are free. Okay. <laughs> Whether you like sweet or savory, chocolate or fruit, there's definitely an RX bar that you will Love. There's no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or fillers. I hate a filler.
2: It's fillers, like, you ask?
0: Like, seriously, like no fillers in your food, no fillers in your face. Like, it never ends well. RX bars are also great for breakfast on the go, which is what we did when we were heading to the christening literally all we have were rx bars and we were not hangry when we showed up um it's a good snack at the office you literally i had to teach a few classes in a row today and that's what kept me going pre-workout post-workout it was both um they have 14 delicious flavors on top of the seasonal flavors we mentioned my favorite is mango pineapple Chocolate sea salt because I love a salty sweet combo and coconut chocolate. But yours is, I would say, you you had the mixed berry on our drive.
2: I had the mixed berry.
0: It's a really cute package. It's hot pink, guys. So it's really cute. But if
2: I was had any flavor I wanted for seasonal, it would be candy corn. No,
0: <laughs> Well, hopefully they'll do that in the future. But if you like that, I definitely recommend the maple sea salt or the apple cinnamon flavor. I feel like that would be on point with everything you love. Um, so, guys, again, I do recommend I have a special deal. It's something that just go for it. It's just something to have in your bag on the go for 25% off your first order. Visit rxbar.com slash jersey. J-E-R-S-E-Y and all you have to do is enter promo code J E R S E Y at the checkout. It's so easy. So do it, do it. Jersey promo code checkout RxBar.com. I just made your life better. You made my life better by doing this podcast. Thank you so much, Tommy.
2: No, thank you. I hope we uh, kept people we kept people engaged enough to hang around and get the good part.
0: Will you pimp yourself out real quick?
2: What do you want me to pimp my? Oh, where do I? Where do you find me?
0: Yeah, tell yeah him, sure. Tell them about your uh, podcast. At
2: Tommy Caprio on Twitter. And I also have uh, two podcasts. One is called The 8 Ball Sports Show, and we talk about sports, but mainly we just have three guys sitting around breaking each other's horns. <laughs> and uh, I also have a new podcast coming out called The Answering Machine, and it's one uh, 800 or one eight three three two six six seven six six seven or 2 morons and basically we just listen to answer machine messages that people leave us and we respond to them. That it. That's it. Thanks Thank for you. uh thanks. thanks for inviting me on and thanks for sharing this evening with us in our <laughs> home.
0: I'm really excited for you guys because you're about to learn all the things about ghosting, whether you're the ghoster or the ghosted. And you're about to learn about Aaron Darling's career and just so much more. Have so much fun with Aaron Darling. And thank you again for listening. Please, please, please keep sharing with your friends. Review, rate. And if you have any questions or if you want to reach out and just say hi, um email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com i love hearing from you guys and if you want to check out certain comedy show dates um or fitness classes just follow me at at jack lamar fuji j-a-c-l-y-n-m-a-r-f-u-g-g-i enjoy aaron darling and ariel kashanchi bye all right meatballs I have a ball of blonde, hot energy sitting on the mic right now. (laughs) You're not sitting on the mic. You're sitting next to the mic or with the mic in your hand. Uh, She's an actress. She just finished filming a kick-ass pilot. She's a host. She has partnered with Stan Lee before. She's worked with Marvel Comics. And my favorite credit, which is a new credit, is you're the co-host and co-creator of ghosted hunters podcast uh erin darling welcome to the pod
3: hello jacqueline thanks for having me i'm so excited i love your podcast i'm such a huge fan of what you do
0: oh well i'm a big fan of you i feel i feel like a fangirl with you sitting on my couch Not just because you brought me champagne and chocolate. Yes. Yeah. Sh- yeah, guys. She brought me champagne and chocolate. That like definitely that, that puts the bar pretty high.
3: I'm on a mission to be the best guest this podcast has ever had. <laughs> so I came in guns blazing. Oh, get
0: ready. Yep. I mean, you have a lot of competition. It was pretty hot last week with sex with Emily.
3: I know. And um, honestly, I feel like you've had so many great episodes. Like I really yeah. liked the one with um with the eat cute with Alex. Eat cute.
0: Yes. Everyone loves her
3: man i learned so much i learned so much from your plastic surgery episode i was like what (sighs) like every time i listen to your podcast i get information you learned i didn't have before
0: well it's so funny you bring up information (laughs) i don't know about you but like whenever i'm flying i sometimes get bored in flight like yesterday i was flying united and i was excited because our tvs worked And then I had my (laughs) iPhone, like, headphones with me, which don't fit into the iPhone, into, like, the jack for, like, listening to the movie. Does that ever happen to you on the plane? Yes. Yeah. And normally they have extra earphones so I asked the flight attendant and she was like yeah I think we have some in the, be- in the back we don't give them out anymore and I was like that's weird and she came back she was like I don't have any and I was like I'll pay whatever you want to charge me like all I wanted to do was watch movies like they had Tully which Charlize Theron that oh I hadn't gosh. seen yet they had Forrest Gump which I always love watching on a plane I just saw
3: that again recently was playing on TV on like ABC Family or Fox Family or whatever it's called now Yeah. And- and I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot this movie. I is there
0: a movie that is. you always just, like, stop and have to watch no matter what when it's on?
3: Yeah, Shallow How. <laughs> I love that movie. Gwyneth should have won the Oscar for Shallow How. Her performance was so good, you know, because she's never been fat in her life. Like, she has been a stick her whole entire life. And so the fact that she was playing this character, she had to embody what it would be like to be someone that is constantly, you know, feeling shame about their body or being judged by their body i thought that she did such a good job in that role and people laugh at it like oh whatever it's a dumb movie but i really do think gwyneth was better in that than she was in shakespeare in love and i know it's
0: controversial no i i'm not gonna lie like i am not the biggest (laughs) fan of her in shakespeare in love i I feel like that was a political thing with like oscar politics where they just wanted her to be their oscar golden girl good for you gwyneth i'm happy you won right okay i feel (laughs) the
3: same way about the king's speech right social network should have won i don't understand stand that year why no one saw that movie no one okay everyone in that movie fantastic great amazing, acting they're very but still, talented but not, it's not a memorable movie it wasn't indicative of the time it it didn't mean anything to anyone I but agree. the social network man that was a great movie yeah
0: like i would still watch that i would still stop on social network
3: me too i'd re-watch that for sure i feel like
0: gwyneth like at nine months pregnant it was skinnier than i am now Probably. Probably. Like, probably. like probably. she again will never be fat. Anyway, <laughs> point being <laughs> headphones. I couldn't. I was like, I will pay you uh, like a million dollars for headphones. <laughs> Nothing. She kept offering me red wine. I was like, I'm. Um, I've had so much red wine. Like, I can't, but, like, I'll take it. Um, (laughs) Fine. Um, So I ended up just going through, like, my notes section on my phone and going through, like, old things. And I came across this quote section. It's titled Words to Live By Quotes. I love this. So I'm going to say them to you. And you stop me if one, like, resonates something and, like, you have something you want to, like, talk about further with it. Because, hey, meatballs. I call my listeners meatballs in case you don't know oh i know oh you know (laughs) (laughs) you're like i know i am one um so i'm just reading a quote if it doesn't resonate to aaron it's fine like it's still a quote that like might i don't know
3: okay
1: i'm ready. make something happen
0: for you okay first one the biggest coward is a man who awakens a woman's love with no intention of loving her Marley. bob marley said that whoa the biggest
3: coward the biggest coward i would say the biggest asshole
0: (laughs) but cowardly
3: you think that's a cowardly act
0: i do have you ever had a guy i think like you've dated and this goes along with ghosted hunters a little bit you've dated for like a month and he kind of like woos you even might drop the l word yep you guys think like you are like wow this is like this is it like this guy's awesome he's the real deal And then all of a sudden, doesn't ghost, but like breaks things off with you.
1: Yeah,
3: I've had situations where, okay, so I was hanging out with this guy a couple months ago, maybe for two weeks, and things were going really well. Mm -hmm. He was super available, wanted to see me every day, took me to really nice places for dinner, helped me fix my car when it broke down, you know, like, I went through a traumatic thing with my family, like, a death in the family, was like, are you need anything? Are you okay? Bam, like, always checking in with me, like, the best guy ever, right? Yeah. And then he said something that was so out of left field and so not in this character that he had created. Because uh, i don't believe this is the real person yeah. um then i was like what and i stopped i was like you know what i'm not gonna initiate hanging out with this person mm-hmm. because i feel he needs to apologize so i waited for him to contact me to apologize and never contacted me again oh yeah
0: what a dick yeah and that's like a coward thing right there uh, that's a coward yeah. move
3: I think he knew that it was over just based on my reaction, because what he said was judgmental about my comedy.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. I didn't mention that you're a comedian. Yeah. I'm very sorry. She's a very funny
1: comedian that's
3: (laughs) toured all over the country. (laughs) Sorry. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like that was so that's so personal. And it's so, you know, as artists, there's certain things that we need to protect, like our sacred space. You know, like you just don't if you want to get in my pants, don't talk about my comedy. Don't. <laughs> don't give me tips on what I should or shouldn't be talking Ugh. about. And don't say women aren't funny. I'll never talk to you again. No, if
0: you say women aren't funny, that's it. Like it's you're a deal dead breaker. You're dead to me. And I think he knew that. Yeah. Well, that's it. That I'm is a cowardly act to not
3: apologize, bare minimum. Well, that's a and ca- be like, that's a hey, I, I don't think this up. is going
0: to work out, but hey. Yeah. You were talking to Jim Jeffries about this on your podcast. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, where he's like all into girls like watching his shit because he's like, then they know if they're going to like me or not. Yeah. Do you like that when a guy watches your comedy before you guys go on a date? I don't like it when a guy watches my comedy before I go on a date. I don't either. Yeah. I feel
3: like it's two different things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, although my my comedy is really personal, like as is yours, Jacqueline, you know, we talk about our real lives and we're not making stuff up, but I feel like me as a human is different than me as a comedian.
0: I felt that way. Even this weekend, I was home at a christening with the main squeeze and I I've met like his immediate family and I love them, but I was meeting like other family friends, whatever. And I was getting introduced as a comedian and I felt like everyone wanted me to like, give a punchline or like right like it was just we have to talk about all the comedy things and I literally I had left my phone at home like two hours away first of all on this day which was the best advice I could ever give someone if you're going to an event where you might have to be alone I was so present and I just had to stand there and talk to people that's awesome you know like I just was like well (laughs) I'm in it I'm in it for the long run so let's make this fun but like I didn't feel like telling jokes I didn't feel like like it's a separate thing Mm -hmm. you know but there's other comics that are always on right I I don't think you and i although when aaron walks in a room it's like all the electricity just went on what it's so <laughs> true if you haven't heard that before i am murdering everyone that's friends with you oh that's terrible God. no i'm not i'm not i'm not no that is very no it's very true sweet, but that's how but... it is when you walk in a room like it's like <laughs> Whoa, finally we're alive oh all my right God. you just made my day girl okay oh oh these are i apparently was watching like the steve harvey show or like listening to like his advice book that i think he wrote with either tyson Becker or Tyrese I'm not sure which one is this the think like a? yes okay so these guys again these are quotes that I found in my phone from like 2015 after someone broke my heart okay um create your own world and love yourself first and then you can bring a man into your world yeah
3: I think that's actually good advice I do too
0: yeah yeah like have your have your shit mm-hmm. all right, Well right we'll keep going don't independence your way into loneliness work grind then leave the door open for him to come in find a balance don't pull out your credit card let him be the man
3: (laughs) there's like two different ideas in that (laughs) quote that don't independence your way into loneliness so is he saying don't be financially independent on a date make a guy pay for you or is he saying don't make your 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 priority the career thing yeah i think and then just like let
0: a guy come into your life yeah I think yeah it's two different ideas (laughs) I think what they mean is don't be so independent where like you're not trying to go out on dates you're not trying to like put some time in for like social interaction that's the don't independence your way into loneliness because I know it's really easy if you're hustling and you're working so hard and it's there's so many options out there like work-wise so you could work 24 hours a day and still not be working enough Right. That you need to set aside that time to be social, to go out with your friends, to date on dating apps. So I think that's what he's saying there.
3: But you know what? What? I kind of disagree. Oh, yes. I because love it. Because the times I've had the most dick thrown at me in the uh-huh. world are the times I'm like, you guys, I'm not dating right now.
1: That's you know, true, actually. when I
3: decide in my mind you know what I don't I want to take a break from this I don't want to date right now I want to focus on you know this project or I want to be all in on this other area of my life the second I make that decision or I say it to the universe or whatever it's like five million penises or like <laughs> you're in my swimming orbit. in the dick pool yes oh okay. and then it's kind of weird because like I never make those decisions because I want to start dating yeah it just kind of weirdly comes to me and then I have the choice to you know well do I honor my commitment to myself and really focus on this or do i want to like maybe dabble in this dating thing again and it's always weird like because when you decide that you don't want to date it's just like well...
0: well we have nothing to lose yeah that's true you know you hold your power yeah, I think power is an important thing. What a callback. That
3: is a callback.
0: <laughs> it was, I love this one um, just because I know she eats pasta. Um, <laughs> sex appeal is 50% what you've got and 50% what people think you've got. Sophia Loren. I love that. It's a great one, right? That is a great just one. Just like, you know, fake it till you make it.
3: What people think you've got. Right? Wow. It's
0: like filters on Instagram.
3: <laughs> what do you think people think you got, Jacqueline?
0: Me? Yeah. Oh, God probably a lot more money than i actually (laughs) because like if you look at my instagram it's just like oh my god i'm like performing all the time which we really don't make that much money for oh my god i'm teaching all these fitness classes people probably think we get paid a lot for that too (laughs) um (laughs) oh my god i'm on vacation again oh my god i have a different outfit in each picture like little do they know i'm either buying or selling clothes borrowing things like if i'm traveling it's usually just to new jersey to see family <laughs> like so i feel like yeah that like i'm oh i always say i had a friend once get mad at me for something this was years ago and she was like it looks like you're having the time of your life on like social media and i'm like that's my highlight reel yeah like, do you put pictures of your parking tickets and like, well, you probably don't get any because you've lived in Hollywood long enough to know better. Oh,
3: man, I have had my car towed. Like, Oh,
0: <laughs> once you get a boot on your car in L.A., you're like, I guess I won't park like an asshole anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. What about you? What's your what do people think you have that you really don't have?
3: I think people probably think. I, uh, maybe that I'm more successful than I am. You know, a lot of stuff, like, like you were saying before, stuff mm-hmm. that we do is a lot for free. And I don't know if people understand that. Like yeah. being a comic in LA is basically performing for free. Yeah. Like it's not, it's a Charity. job, but Charity it's work. not like an actual career, you know? Well, mm-hmm. it is, I guess it, it can lead to that. It
0: can lead to that. And, and I feel like you and you know, I have been getting paid more and more for spots. and Right. Which
3: is great. When you go on the road, you make money. But I feel like... Yeah. And a lot of like shoots that I do sometimes are like a favor to someone or, you know, or you get paid 50 bucks. Like, it's just like, it's gas money. It's just kind of like not everything that we do that looks that feels professional to people on the outside
0: mm-hmm. is something that's lucrative do you feel like when people see that like you're always out and constantly working doing stuff you get asked to do more though because people are like oh she's hot right now like i kind of oh. think that's how it works and i think that's why we all post like yeah. whenever like we're not doing it to be dicks 90 percent of us other people maybe there's some another <laughs> that are just like fuck you um i do think that in our industry at least and i'm sure in other industries if you're a photographer and you show that you're out shooting a lot you're going to get more clients you know if you're a real estate agent and you're posting pictures that you're selling all this shit people are like oh she's good at what she does you know (laughs) like it's kind of the same thing right all right um this is one more thing uh maybe two okay this one a friend of mine tim cox who's a director we were sitting outside of veggie grill actually oh yeah and this girl walked by who was really hot everything was out and bouncing around and whatnot and i looked at her and he was like wow she's she's really a moment not a lifetime whoa
3: a moment not a lifetime i
0: know that one like gets it deep Ooh. how do you feel about that like do you think a girl should be allowed yes it's different it's like 90 degrees outside so we're usually like 80 percent more naked than you are in like minnesota in november um do you think it really like what you wear on the outside like shows like no that's not the right question well how you present yourself on the outside like is that showing that you like either want to be a wife or like a girlfriend or just a hookup like how do you think that works
3: maybe if you're on a date but i don't think your day-to-day outfit choice should really present that to the world because who knows maybe she was just on audition for hot par- party girl exactly you know and maybe in real life she's super conservative like who knows yeah like who knows what the actual context of that choice was
0: i really but... wish i had asked her <laughs> right where are you coming from i'm sorry to bother you <laughs>
3: maybe you show up on a date though like total party goal party girl mode like maybe that's like the impression that someone will get from you but I don't think or if you show up at you know a job interview looking totally like sexed up it might be inappropriate but I I don't think that we should be allowed to judge someone like moment worthy versus lifetime where they just based on what they're wearing down the street I agree yeah
0: no I do think it is nice to like unwrap a package and like wonder what might be underneath like the Mm -hmm. Steve Harvey thing I think they said like a girl should be in like kind of like loose fitting but like suggest it. it's so annoying god this whole thing is so annoying no. my mom was so on board with that book she kept telling me really? i needed to read it
3: she's like you need to read this book Karen." blah 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 yeah
0: did you read it
3: um i read parts of You're it scared? i do have it oh okay i've read parts of it and i kind of felt like a lot of the book was annoying to me it was kind of very like kind of judgy, and I felt that a lot of the stuff that they talk about in terms of women and what we should be doing was totally off yeah but some of the insight to the male brain i thought was good you know that's what
0: i liked about it yeah yeah i don't like them kind of like telling us what we should and shouldn't do but i did like hearing their perspective of like how they think about things right because some, i'll even be talking to my main squeeze and i'm like that's what you thought uh. <laughs> i'm like what yeah. yeah i think
3: one of the most relevant parts of that book was when they said you know if a guy doesn't have his financial situation if he doesn't have like some sort of security in his life it's, he cannot focus on having. A girlfriend. And I totally agree with that. And I've seen it happen time after time. I've seen it happen in my friends' relationships. I've seen it happen in my own. Okay. Where I feel like if the dude has, you know, doesn't know what he's doing or doesn't feel like he's on the right track or feels like he really needs to be successful and he's not there yet, it's really, really hard for them to give you 100%.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Totally. You've witnessed that with me, with guys. I, it's, <laughs> I've cried over a few.
3: Yeah. You witnessed that yeah. with me. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think like-
0: you and I both experienced. <laughs> that and just know it's not you it's him and vice versa if a girl really doesn't have her shit together it's going to be hard to like lock her down and like get her to totally focus on you yeah no totally yeah I agree. I unless
3: like- you represent financial
0: stability to her, <laughs> then i feel like the girl is like okay Courtney kardashian and eunice
1: oh my god <laughs> that's
0: terrible <laughs> who said that Kourtney. speaking of girls we're gonna we already did just enough with the main squeeze you guys learned all about football and everything But there's a few things that happened in sports this past week that I feel like Erin would appreciate hearing about. Yes. Right? Okay. First, I just wanted to give a shout out. I heard this story and I thought it was so cool. There is a little... Not a little girl. She's in high school. Jesus Christ, Jacqueline. Um, Her name (laughs) is Kaylee and... She literally, Kaylee Foster, and she, this past weekend, was crowned high school homecoming queen in Ocean Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Then, when she was crowned homecoming queen, she took off her tiara, put on a helmet, number 15 jersey, and got into the game. And she was the kicker for the football team. And she scored. How cool is that? That's great. She scored two field goals. And the team needed even more after she scored the two field goals and was named homecoming queen. With the game, she tied... The game was tied in overtime and it all depended on her and this one more kick and then she kicked it through the field goal it went in and that was it like she won the game everyone ran out onto the field <laughs> like how crazy is that she's been on the football team for 3 years like it, i just think that's so cool and if you watch it you can google just like homecoming queen kicks field goal um what an amazing
3: day in her life you know i mean homecoming queen it's whatever it's meaningless everyone'll forget about it like in a couple of years but yeah. the fact that it happened on this momentous football day where she totally saved the team's ass that's gangster that's so
0: gangster <laughs> that's so cool my favorite thing about this story is that afterwards they were like which were you more nervous for like oh my being God. homecoming queen or kicking the field goal <laughs> to win the game and she was like honestly i knew i was gonna make the field goal i was more nervous about getting Oh my god, right? That's confidence. Yes. So shout out to you, Kaylee Foster. Way to kill the game. You're amazing. I love that. We salute you. I love <laughs> shit like that. I hope that I hope that story if you're driving in your car in traffic right now makes you smile a little bit.
3: Seriously, I love that. Right.
0: And then what? So I didn't know this. Um Erin and I were talking before the podcast and apparently she used to play tennis competitively or were you just in a tennis league
3: i played competitively as a kid and i also played in high school on the high school team i was a doubles player oh my god yeah the number one doubles team
0: holy Uh, shit shout out your high school wait where did you go we're (laughs) about to get into this so we'll lead right into you
3: oh man i went to valley christian high school where is that? san jose california
0: What what?
3: and i was a cheerleader and i decided i wanted to stop cheerleading because i was like you know what i want to actually i want to play a sport yeah. and I decided to go back to tennis which is my background you know yeah and so I just jumped right in and was like let's just do it and had a blast it was so much fun
0: that's so cool yeah I feel like I want to see you. I have I have an extra tennis racket we should go play tennis let's do it I'm totally down yeah um so this weekend U.S. Open there's I'm sure you guys have heard about it Serena Williams had like three infractions against her um When she played in the final against Naomi Osaka, which Naomi literally said that she used to watch Serena Williams when she was a little girl and pray that she could play against her in the U.S. Open. So the fact I feel like no one's actually congratulating this poor girl who killed it on the court. I keep saying kill. I'm sorry. Who did such a good job. No one's congratulating her and giving her like her moment. And she even apologized to the crowd why and said i know you guys wanted serena to win but like i'm really happy to be here like that just makes me sad so can we get like a little round of applause yeah i don't know we were not we can't there it is i know for naomi yeah naomi girl she She did it so cute and did such a good job anyway serena apparently her coach who i just saw pictures of him like out and about like he was definitely partying the night before he was in the stands like Basically cheating, giving her hand signals and coaching her from the stands, which is frowned upon. You're not allowed to do. That's against the rules. But apparently a lot of coaches do it. He got called out on it. Serena got pissed. They gave her an infraction. Then she said to the ref, like, you're calling me a liar. She called him a liar. It was this whole back and forth. Then she slammed her racket down on the court. Whoa. She got real mad, real angry, got another infraction. Finally, she, like, basically got the game taken away from her. How do you feel about that? Did you ever slam your racket down on a court?
3: No, I
0: didn't. Did Um, you ever witness boys doing that?
3: No, not in high school or competitive tennis, but you know what? Like, tennis, which is a sport known for sportsmanship, you know, there's not a lot of crazy you know, aggression happening in tennis. Like most of the aggressors that we've seen historically are dudes. Like John McEnroe was like very. Sometimes we saw Andre Agassi get mad. Yeah. You know, like Did every you think now he and was then. Hot when you're a little hell yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> that hair, that '90s hair. I mean, come We're all jealous of Brooke Shields when <laughs> he's they were together. Still, he's still my favorite. My Is he? Tennis player. Yep. Yeah. Have you read his book?
0: No. Open. No. It's so
3: good. You really get. Uh, kind of like a window into what it's like to be like a professional athlete who's always in pain you know oh okay All, like the physicality of it what it feels like you know knowing this is your job and this is what you have to do and what you have to accomplish in a day very high stakes but you know being in constant like muscular pain and stuff like that and so, I never really think about that when I think about athletes I think like wow the glory of it you know how good are they like the accolades that come with it and like you know, how they're able to, in moments of like extreme pressure, really deliver. But you never think about like how, what they go through physically.
0: Oh, for sure. And that actually brings us into the next topic um, Aaron Rodgers. Did you watch any football this weekend? I did, but I watched the Niners and the Vikings. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. I what happened that.
3: with Aaron Rodgers? Well, so Aaron
0: Rodgers was in a lot of pain. Oh, wow. And he hurt his knee. He had to be carted off the field. And it was like the most exciting part of football for me this entire weekend um (laughs) why because it was just I I know there's been like so much controversy over like Colin Kaepernick and I would love your opinion on all that stuff Mm -hmm. if you want to give it if not totally understand um that I miss it just being about the game right I just want to watch football I want to watch like the David Tyree helmet catch from way back in the day when like the Giants like got into the Super Bowl like I want to watch like shining moments I want it to be exciting I want Mm -hmm. my like old football back And this was it. Like literally after Aaron Rodgers had been carted off the field, he came back and he rebounded and he threw three touchdowns. It was a 75 yard game winner to Randall Cobb that literally it was, there was two minutes and 13 seconds left in the game and just Randall, he threw it, caught it and ran and wove through the field. And it was just so exciting. So (laughs) that's awesome. I know. Who were they playing? (sighs) were they playing oh they were playing the bears the bears and okay. that's like a big rivalry oh
3: yeah so that was Midwestern big deal. teams hey big
0: men big midwestern teams but i cut you off with the serena williams stuff you talked about it being about like sportsmanship and the game so martina navratilova actually quoted she said rather rather i think the question we have to ask ourselves this is what is the right way to behave to honor our sport and respect our opponents mm-hmm and do you think like her pounding on the court and kind of like screaming at the ref kind of disrespected Naomi the winner?
3: I mean kind of I it's hard to say because you know like you want to be able to say that you beat someone fair and square yeah. and I feel like the drama of the whole situation obviously Det- detracted from this girl's moment like you said mm-hmm. before no one's actually talking about the fact that this girl no no one even remembers that she won like I couldn't tell you that she won <laughs> you just know that Serena Williams pounded on a court yeah course. yeah and <laughs> it's it's kind of uh it makes it's me sad a little bit sad and I think Martina has a really good point you know like right? why not make it about the game and about But I can understand how frustrating that could be, especially considering the fact that I didn't, didn't Serena have a quote about if this was, if she was a man, we wouldn't be talking about this. Yes, exactly. And I think she also has a point. She's totally right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a tricky situation. Like, I understand getting upset, but maybe not as upset yeah.
0: as she did. Maybe she should have, like, toned it down a little bit. But in the moment,
3: like, I can I can relate to that. It's like, you're so frustrated, and you have no other way to take it out, and you feel like your voice isn't being heard. Have you ever been in an argument with someone where you felt like they just straight up weren't listening to you?
0: Oh, 100%.
3: Right. And maybe if you had a tennis racket, and you weren't hurting anyone, you might throw <laughs> it down on the ground, you know? like <laughs> Whenever, if you've ever been in that moment, like, what's your tactic to, like, oh my god i'm the worst really I'm the worst i'll just yell
0: and that's like ben. i will raise my voice no. if i feel like my
3: voice isn't being heard and it's not the best way to handle it no you it, gotta but... get really
0: quiet right that's the op- that's, that's probably the best yeah yeah you just gotta let them it's like right? being with a baby when someone gets so loud and is screaming at you so loud, they're acting like a fucking child and right. so you have to let them have their moment you gotta let them scream it out <laughs> until they lose all momentum and then right. you gotta be like are you done
3: oh my god <laughs> that's probably how all my boyfriends have felt about me when i have those moments like are you done
0: and that was just enough with jacqueline you killed it <laughs> Yay. all right i want to get into what aaron darling's jersey is first of all is your real name aaron darling yeah that's amazing yeah you didn't know that no i did not know that i just wanted to make sure for the listeners uh-huh. because it's like the most perfect name like anyone could have going into the entertainment industry oh my gosh
3: yeah that's my real name and you know what's so funny is i've been advised multiple times in my career to change my name really To something more ethnic okay because i'm mexican yes but can I- you
0: tell the listeners what your background
3: is yeah so my mom is mexican she's born in mexico 100 percent. and my dad is you know like he's from san francisco and he's just white mutt, like English, Irish, German, French or something. And you know what's funny is that they think that my name, Darling, was an Ellis Island name change. There's members <sighs> of my family have this theory, but I can't prove it and I don't know whether or not it's true. But they think that my name was like a Dear Leon, that it's French, Ooh. and that when my family immigrated over, like someone in the Ellis Island, people were like, oh wait, what is this? Oh, it's Darling or whatever, and wrote it down on the piece of paper, and then the name was changed in paperwork. So that's one theory. OK, but I don't know if it's true or not. And I also don't know how French I am. So I'm like, well, I get can you do a French accent? No, I can't. We oui, oui. like I'm not,
0: <laughs> not
3: really. Pretty bad. I think
0: we're more English, Irish, German. And then my. that's name, what my mom's side is. I always right? just say I'm Italian, Irish, but she's English, Irish, German.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'm kind of confused about my white family history. Oh, OK. So I
0: don't really know what about, about the about Mexican it? side
3: oh, my, my Mexican name isn't that Mexican either. It's Teralva. That's my mom's maiden name. Okay. And so I've had agents, I've had managers, I've had people just tell me that I should change my name to something more ethnic, but I would literally have to pick it out of thin air and make it up because my mom's name, which is the one I would take if I would ever do something like that, yeah. isn't even that Mexican. So it's like, do I want to be Erin Darling or do I want to be Erin Garcia Rodriguez? Like, I would have to just make something up,
0: and I feel like that's so disingenuous. And I feel like you're very on brand with yourself. Yeah, and, and like authentic. I love authentic. my name. I love your name too. And I don't love my change dad. it. Dad,
3: like I'm like this is my dad's name. Like yeah. my dad is my hero. You know, like I, like I would that. never. I don't Aww. think I could ever change my name. That was really sweet.
0: <laughs> shout out what's the oh, first dude, name? I
3: love your parent,
0: Don Darling. Don, Dar- Don shout Darling. Shout out to Don Darling. You it have sounds amazing like Don parents Draper. too. I know,
3: right?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bombshell and Phil, they're great. They're awesome. Um, I love that. Don darling and okay so if you guys don't know aaron darling she's sitting across from me she's blonde haired blue eyed you do have a very like marilyn monroe like quality about you what no you definitely do like she has this like star quality again i'm not trying to like hook up or date you i'm just saying the facts <laughs> um no that like i've been on many shoots with Erin, and it's just something you have like a twinkle in your eye <laughs> You do. And so I feel like you shouldn't, ta- you shouldn't change Aaron Darling. That goes with you and your personality. Oh, like, leave you. it. My, um, they said I should change my name because it was too ethnic. <laughs> and no one name. could pronounce it. So my dad's dad was a professional wrestler and his name was Jack Steele. So I was like, perfect. I'll be Jacqueline Steele. And they're like, that sounds like a porn star. Too. Jacqueline Steele. I know. Wow. Or the author. You know what that sounds Daniel like? Steel. Um... A soap opera name. I know, right? Yeah. Maybe I should change it.
3: I like it I'm like
0: ready to just do so but I like your point. real name
3: too though <laughs> especially because <laughs> now I feel like you're more embracing
0: like your
3: italianness yeah I'm really
0: leaning into like it like the
3: last <laughs> couple of years which I think is dope and I feel like we need that now I know it's such an important time I think to really embrace who you are and to not run away from it and to not change it and not you know what I mean right like now is the time
0: so growing up in San Jose were like were you leaning into your Mexican side were you just like whatever this is who I am what were you like as a little kid not at all like i felt like
3: as a kid i think my mom really wanted me and my brother to be like more ingratiated into white silicon valley you know, oh, in the 90s, it wasn't a very ethnic place. Mm-hmm. And I think she really shouldn't speak Spanish to us growing up. I think she just really wanted us to assimilate. Mm. And so none of that was really heavily influenced okay. growing up. And um, it took, you know, her mom died. My grandmother died when I was in middle school. My, she never spoke English. Uh-huh. So I never really got to talk to her. And I think her mom dying kind of like brought us closer to my Mexican side of the family and that's where my mexicanness and ethnicity became more important because we realized like you know life is short and it's important to know where you come from and have those connections and it took a death in the family to really get there. It's so sad. It's really sad, but sometimes
0: yeah. you have to see the silver lining. Yeah. And there you go.
3: And that was where it started. And I feel like for me, too, just like you over the last couple of years, especially with everything going on in the government and, you know, Donald Trump election and stuff like I've been like, no, because I've been born into privilege and because I've been born in this country and because like I have benefited from white privilege per se because of the way that I look, mm-hmm. even though I'm not like white well I am but like not all the way you can go both ways yeah I feel like it's become more important for me to like be vocal and to talk about feminism in my stand-up and to talk about you know being ethnic and to really like write parts for those people and to kind of elevate you know being a woman and being a minority
0: were you like that you've done pageants before Yes. Did you, like, when you were doing pageants, I want to know what that was like for you. Was that, like, the first time you ever kind of were on stage and performed for people? Pretty much. Okay. Other than dance recitals. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't love a good dance recital?
3: Right? Who doesn't love a good one? But I feel like at the time, too, and also, like, having that Christian school background, like, that was kind of more the stuff I would talk about. I would talk about how I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be a writer. Mm -hmm. And I think I won a pageant once by talking, the final question was something about, like, if, you know, do you think public figures should talk about their religious beliefs? And I was like, yeah, 100% they should, because it's so important to who they are. And if it informs you and your, how your paradigm, how you see the world, then yeah, you should be able to talk about your religious beliefs, which is so strange because like that, I was probably like 16 at the time. everyone I'm was like come like, check her
0: birth certificate it's so weird to, like it's way too eloquent and to a,
3: think that that's like the kind of stuff that i was like ready to just talk about at the drop of a hat like
0: <laughs> no i think that's amazing <laughs> so you were doing beauty pageants and then you ended up at usc
3: yeah yeah
0: and at usc were you just on the track for journalism and hosting and like did you already know what you wanted to do at this point
3: yeah i always knew i wanted to be a writer I guess I always knew that ever since I was a kid. Really? Yeah, like I, my favorite toy was a typewriter. Like, I found a typewriter in the garage, and I would just, like, make up stories and ideas for stuff and, like, illustrate it. Like, I always knew I wanted to be a writer. So when I got into journalism school, obviously, I thought that eventually I wanted to be in front of the camera, but they don't let you do that at school. You know, it's like you have to learn how to write for print. You have to learn how to write online. You have to learn how to write for TV. So it was very, very writing-intensive, and that's kind of where I, I guess, cut my teeth and had to learn all of the stuff that I wouldn't, like, 17-year-old me wouldn't have learned wanted to spend the time learning oh i think know? That's amazing. I would have just like grabbed a microphone and been like okay i'm a host now no but school forced me to like actually learn how to write which has benefited me in comedy
0: weirdly enough
3: because cool. journalism is all about getting to the point so stand up trimming the fat yeah
0: yeah i love that it's did weird you start doing stand up in college or did that happen once you moved to la happened after
1: after yeah. <laughs> all right
0: so Aaron. hottie Aaron Getting her writing journalism degree, broadcast <laughs> journalism degree. You moved to LA or what? Yeah,
3: well, I guess I was here always like for school, yeah. and I just stayed here when I graduated. And my first job out of college was at TMZ. Yeah! Isn't that funny? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. What a How
3: weird was that? world. It was strange. Okay. Um, that's when I think I realized that maybe I wasn't that interested in breaking news. I still liked news, I liked talking about news. But I wasn't really obsessed with being the person that's there on the scene when Lindsay Lohan gets into a car crash. Mm -hmm. Like, being the first person there wasn't as meaningful to me. But talking about the implications of it is something that interests me, you know, still by leaps and bounds. So that's kind of when I decided I needed to transition into hosting. And then that kind of led to like stand up because that's all kind of related. Like I love talking about stuff, but I don't need to be like Walter Cronkite on the scene. You know, here I am with this bombs exploding behind me. And I'm the one that tells you this information first.
0: Like that, that's not, (laughs) I don't have to be that person. No, you're good. I'm good. Wow. (laughs) What was like, I'm trying to think back, like your first stand-up set like what were some of the things you talked about like do you even remember like the first joke that like really hit that you did uh no because I threw out all that material but
3: I remember the kind of stuff that I did write about because I just wanted to write like my heroes you know at the time yeah I was watching Amy Schumer I was watching um Rachel Feinstein I was watching Eliza by the way
0: she what? She just got married. She did. Yeah, she did, and all the comedians were there. Aww. Like Amy Schumer gave a speech. Like I feel like that's your wedding's going to be like that, where it's just going to be like filled with comics and <laughs> funny fucking people. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, I love sorry. That. So, are those your influences, Rachel Feinstein?
3: Yeah, when I first started out. Now it's changed a little bit. Who are you um, like now? I mean George Carlin. Mm. Like when I really want to go back or get inspired or when I think about the type of material I want to be writing now it's like all Carlin and Tom Segura is, you know, my favorite right now. Oh, okay. He's great guys. He's a special on Netflix.
0: That's hilarious. All of his specials are so good.
3: And I just love watching him for like his physicality, you know, like he's really specific about his movements, but when he like taps a toe out, it's like such a small minor choice, but you're like, Oh my God, it's hilarious. It has an impact, you know, like I, that kind of stuff really fascinates me. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on so far? Oh my gosh I don't know I mean I feel like
0: I really miss being on set for the pilot that I just shot. Okay, can you tell the meatballs about the pilot? So Erin has been posting a lot. Like, you've you've done a lot this year. You've been really busy. You worked on a movie, and that's going to, like, festival circuits now. And you just shot a pilot. This is how I actually got her on the podcast, because it's the first time you haven't been booked in a while. So tell us about the pilot. Well, the one that I just shot, I don't know what I can actually
3: say about it, because I signed an NDA. Oh, that's good. But I'm really... stoked about it and there were some really really talented people I got to work with like Robert Palmer Watkins who's on General Hospital and mm-hmm. I got to like do scenes with him which is so fun because our styles of acting are like day and night they're very different Ooh. Donna D'Erico is in it from Baywatch
0: That's so cool yeah was, like, she, was she nice to you she was did she look at you and say you look like me 20 years ago no
3: <laughs> <laughs> She look- first of all she's freaking gorgeous yeah she's stunning she's beautiful mm-hmm. she's very very beautiful That's- she walks new room and you're like you know what i mean holy crap like yeah. this woman is stunning
0: she's on it yeah she's on her game still good I to know. know shout out to donna donna d dude
3: donna <laughs> d she's
0: just like killing it these I mean, days you kind of have to be hot with a name like Donna Deer.
3: I know. I wonder if those people that were on the cast of Playboy and stuff. I mean, not Playboy. uh, Baywatch. (laughs) I know. Sorry, Donna. That's not what I meant. But um, you know what I mean? Like people that are like sex symbols back then, if they still feel pressure, like if they can never like transition out of that, you know, like how do you feel about
0: that? Because I feel like you you've walked a really good line in between. Like you can play up being like nerdy Comic-Con girl like we're going to get into when Arielle joins us, your (laughs) Comic-Con ghosted hunter section. But like you also can be a bikini bombshell hot model. Erin does have tips for dropping things on Instagram. Just put a bikini pick up. <laughs> yeah. like she's just been like, fuck it. <laughs> like when you guys dropped my favorite thing about Ghosted Hunters, when you guys dropped it. And like I didn't hate on it because you were like, fuck yeah, I'm going to put a bikini pick up. Like that's yeah. what people like this shit. I like bikini picks. <laughs> As long as you're not being thirsty and you're like, yep. But
3: it is thirsty. And here's the thing. Like, I feel really conflicted about that because, like, I post something about an achievement or something that I've done that's important or meaningful to me, 200 likes. I post something with my boobs or my butt over a thousand. And that's really frustrating for someone like me, someone that went to college, someone that, you know, considers myself to be intelligent. Like, I've, you know, studied. I've worked really, really hard. Like, I'm not out here trying to be an instagram model but there are moments where i'm like okay this is important i want to push this content out there i'll fucking post it with a bikini pic and i honestly i hate that i have to do that yeah, i sucks. really fucking hate it no, it's so. Annoying. and i haven't said the f word at all those podcasts until right there <laughs> well, look, you're very passionate about am i the allowed subject? to say that am i okay are you I'm kidding sorry. me yeah. you could say must, whatever the
0: fuck you want you must
3: feel the same way Right? I do feel that way Do you feel pressure to kind of like sometimes like sex it up In times where you know something's important And you want eyeballs on it
0: I, I feel like <laughs> on my Instagram people don't give a shit about that people get excited about food on my Instagram <laughs> that's awesome though like food pic yeah but like a food pic with like cleavage so yeah I guess you're right <laughs> like I, I'm like well oh, if there's pizza in the picture it takes away from the boobs I don't know it is annoying <laughs> and sometimes like I'll think about family and like I do have younger cousins I have like cousins that are in college that listen like I, I think about my boyfriend's family and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't, I don't want them, like, I don't want to disrespect anyone in my life, but then you got, that's a whole nother conversation. Then you have to, you have to live your own life and you just got to do it.
3: Yeah. And I think that there are ways to do it where it's not offensive or where it's not, you know blatantly i'm out here naked or whatever and yeah. there are sometimes i see posts like that Ooh, and i'm yeah. like i feel like they're gonna regret that yeah
0: you know yeah, you never really do that no i've never been like oh Aaron. <laughs> Oh because <laughs> if, if you, i had i would have texted you I'm yeah been like, if you Girl. ever
3: see me post something you think i'll regret please let me know i want to know <laughs> you got
0: it uh, what was it like working with stan lee
3: amazing he's an incredible person do you still work with him? I don't because basically I mean there's a lot of drama that's happening with his company and this is something that's been in the news like you know the last couple of months you're not like dropping scoop right now yeah, well, to be honest, I'm not close enough to the situation to even know what's going on yeah. really. But all I know is I don't work with POW Entertainment anymore and it's been a couple of years since I've, you know, started touring and focusing more on comedy. But when I was doing hosting all the time and working with them and doing their Comic Con coverage, it was so much fun. And Stan Lee is one of my other heroes. Like it's just kind of crazy to be able to like say that I've worked with him and met him and go into the office and I have a funny story about it. where... Basically, when I first met him, I was wearing this red Spider-Man shirt because I love Spider-Man and he created Spider-Man. So I was like, "Okay, I'm going to win some points. And I go in and I meet him and he told me that I have to wear that shirt every day I come in. Or else he wouldn't remember who I was. Because he's like, you know, I'm like, I'm old, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to remember. So Aaron, red shirt, wear that red shirt every time. And I was like, all right. And I did. So every time I went in the office, I would wear that shirt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he would remember me. That's so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, sometimes you're like... I don't know about you, but in my head, I'm like, ah, should I just be obvious and just go with, like, what I love and, like, go in with that Spider-Man shirt? Or should I just be, like, the cool girl who, like, doesn't care and doesn't try so hard? But you were like, fuck it. I'm going to wear the Spider-Man shirt. I like Spider-Man. Yeah. I guess it's like wearing a band t-shirt if you don't know what the band is. Like, don't do that. But, like, if you're a huge... Like, if I went to meet Steven Tyler and I had an Aerosmith shirt on, like, it would 100% be legit. Yeah. Like, I love them. Yeah. You know? But, like, if I went... to wear an Imagine Dragons shirt I'd be like they're cool which by the way Aaron, what the fuck is happening Aaron has been on a Twitter war with Imagine Dragons fans can you tell the meatballs what the fuck is going on yes meatballs you guys I have
3: been bullied by Imagine Dragons fans (laughs) incessantly for incessantly for about a week now um I don't know okay so I wrote this tweet that I didn't even think was that bad it was just kind of like wow like I can't believe that there are imagine dragons fans are like actually fans of this music i just kind of felt like it was kind of like a like a lowest common denominator joke you know like this music is something everyone will like but people are really really excited about it And all of their fans just came out of the woodworks. And mind you, I didn't tag the band. I didn't use a hashtag. So I don't even know how they found me. But they all jumped on this and started insulting me, telling me that I was retarded, telling me that I should kill myself, Uh, on and on and on. Like, who are you? I've never heard of you. Oh, you're a comedian. Well, you're not very funny. Just like really, really ganging up on me. That's the best you can do. Honestly, I thought it was really funny. And I just kind of went with it and started taking screenshots and posting it on my Instagram stories. I've just, been very entertained by it.
0: I have been, too. I not think it's lie. funny. <laughs> like, is it ever going to end? Like, has the
3: thread closed? It's gotten to the point where I'm not really looking at responses anymore yeah. to that tweet. And I didn't delete it. I just kept it up. It's getting you exposure.
0: Uh, Any it? press is good
3: <laughs> press. I just kind of figure, like, there's nothing really negative that I said about the band. I guess I was kind of insulting the fans more than I was the band itself. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times in bands like this, the musicians are way more talented than than what the music is that they're actually making and they're like oh I fucking hate this shit like I wish I could be doing something else like Ryan Gosling in La La Land you know yeah, where they get this opportunity now they're in this band and this is the songs that they make and that's their fan base is making them rich and famous but I'm not saying that the people in the band hate the music, but I'm saying that I'm not, I don't think that they are untalented. I'm just so surprised that they have just found this crazy loyal <laughs> fan base. that's like willing to jump on me, a literal nobody in order to defend them. And I'm like, wait, wait, I'm not even like really saying that the band is bad. I'm like, what? Yeah. They. they but really apparently I should kill myself. Going so. in on you. <laughs> yes. Well,
0: their music, like their music is great for like, commercials that are inspirational. exactly exactly Where music is i like play it for like cool downs and playo jam like it's good like kind of like go for a run music right like it's all kind of like anthemic medium. like yeah. inspirational it's, it's whatever great at a sporting event yeah <laughs> but like it's not it's it's like kind of vanilla it right. is It's
3: very vanilla That's what you're But saying. I don't want to hate On their success Not at all
0: You know hey, like if they ask me it, To be guys. a part of the band I'm not saying no <laughs> <laughs> if We were playing A which would you rather Game We got really bored It was pouring rain We were in like Four hours of traffic um, And one of the questions Was would you rather Be a rock star Or a movie star And we both picked movie star and like 79% of the human population picked movie star. But like, I wouldn't be against being in a rock band that was successful.
3: Right. I feel like I I would
0: really enjoy that. I think I would
3: rather be a movie star too. Yeah. But you know, I think it'd be really cool to have a song that everyone in a stadium knew and was singing along. And that must be a really cool feeling. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, your counterpart is about to show up. I wanted to ask you a ghosted question. So you have this amazing podcast that I love so much and I'm so proud of you guys. And we're going to talk all about it. Um, it's just give them a quick like elevator pitch of what Ghosted Hunters is.
3: Yeah. So Ghosted Hunters is a true crime parody podcast where Ariel, my co-host and I investigate instances where someone has been ghosted. We help them track down and confront their ghosts and get to the bottom of why they ghosted them. so it's it's awesome it's really funny and it's uh very relevant and i think it's needed we're just trying
0: to hold the assholes accountable really it's like something (laughs) we've always wanted and never knew we needed so much so much (laughs) thank you jacqueline you're welcome all right really quick what's your favorite episode so far that they should listen to first
3: I really like the first two episodes, which is the saga. Yeah, Chad Chad and and Kelly. Kelly. Desperately seeking Chad. It's really good. I really like that because this is kind of like our first foray into this. And we do everything from reading text messages to tracking down the dude. And I was just really happy with how the whole thing turned out. Because this human, I thought, was the most despicable of everyone that we've uh, profiled so far.
1: Oh, (laughs) It was fun to
3: call him
0: out. Okay. Now, what is the most awkward, like, ghost hunt? Because you guys actually, like, go on a hunt. So, yeah. like, ha- what's your most awkward ghost hunt thing? And I'm going to be asking Ariel these questions to see if they match up with yours.
3: And our most awkward ghost hunt, I would say, probably happened in, um, <laughs> well, the second episode because our second saga was, like, about this guy, Steve, and a cougar, right? And in that episode, we – he doesn't have – her phone number he doesn't have her address he doesn't know her last name so we had to find this woman and this was really really difficult because he just knew that she was somewhere in studio city so. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> was that the one where they hooked up in the kids bedroom yes yes oh yes my yes. god <laughs> did you find her we found her yeah of course you did yeah because any woman can deep dive anything and find <laughs> a result okay that's the most awkward one um what's your number one tip for getting ghosted what's the best revenge The best revenge, I think, is just to
3: tell the person how you feel. I know sometimes it can be really, really embarrassing to be in a situation like that and you feel rejected, possibly, if someone is disappearing. But I think it's really important to let them know how you feel. So call them, leave them a voicemail, text message. Like you are like, you're not getting away with this. Yeah, I think you should say, hey, I see what you're doing right now. I would say uh, as soon as you feel bad about it and you feel like it's likely they won't contact you again, I would say just go for it. Let them know that you know what's happening and that it's not cool and that, you know, they could have handled it with a little more respect.
0: More respect. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) what are the top three things every girl should have with her on a date just in case she does get ghosted? Like an emergency ghost kit.
3: I mean, a cell phone for sure. You You got to call your Uber to get out of there. Fully charged. Yes. Or call a friend to tell the story to you. Number one. Number two. Uh, number two, I would say some uh, lip gloss or whatever, because you should, if, if someone ghosts you on a date, dude, just turn around and hit on the next dude at the bar. <laughs> like, just... You're in it to win it. You're, yeah. You're why not? not? You're not a quitter. I right. Like and then third, I'll say some mace
0: because <laughs>
3: <laughs> you never know who's out there and it's always good to be prepared. I love
0: it. That's amazing. All right. I love you. We're about to bring on your co-host. Yeah, You're so cool. I can't wait. All right. Meatballs. Let's talk about healthy things. And then I will be bringing. Miss Arielle. I always fuck up her name. Ariel Kashanchi. C- yeah, Ariel Kashanchi. Yes. All right. All right, meatballs. Before we get to the Ghosted Hunters interview, I just wanted to let you in on something I've become so obsessed with that's actually helped me just go from the gym to lunching to meetings. I always talk about having to teach plyo jam workout classes and being just on the go all the time. And I really... I try to promote a healthy lifestyle because I believe if you're eating healthy, you're happier and you're able to sustain a lot more stuff going on in your life, especially if you're working out. Um, But the problem is sometimes it's hard to look cute through all the things and sometimes you don't have enough time to actually change for both men and women. I feel like everyone is just on the go lately and um, here's a brand that just epitomizes all of that. Outdoor Voices makes high quality active apparel to take you from gym life to everyday life just seamlessly and fashionably. It will just step up your fashion. I like saying fashion. I like to spell it F-A-S-H-U-N-N-N-N-N-N. Your fashion game, it will step it up. It literally, I feel like this brand was created for someone like me, someone like you listening. It honestly also something that I've been talking about a lot is self-care. And I feel like it aligns itself with that because they believe that harder, faster, stronger isn't necessarily always better. And I agree with that, too. You got to be able to chill and take time for things. And I love that their hashtag is hashtag doing things that. Basically, means you can be active while still having fun. Don't take things so seriously. Um, I love that, especially doing comedy. I kid you guys not. I wore their rose quartz and terracotta. They have these compression leggings, which suck everything in and sculpt your booty and make you look adorable. I wore those with this really, really cute high neck sports bra in the rose color with their Outdoor Voices hat yesterday from I Talk Class in the morning. I did a podcast, and then I had to teach another class, and then I had to go straight to doing a comedy show, and then another comedy show, and I was able to wear this entire outfit while throwing on, they have this really cute t-shirt that's kind of, it opens up in the bottom, so I just put that on over the sports bra and the pants, it's a whole ensemble, um, but it literally took me through my entire day from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. at night, and I just feel like you guys need in on this. And the best thing about their products and their clothing is that it's engineered for performance and designed for having fun with a fabric offered for every single day type of activity. And uh, my favorite thing that they have is their signature textured compression leggings. I love them. Um, And it's also really cool. They use tech sweat, which is a really cool to the touch material that wicks sweat and keeps you dry during high intensity workouts, which is exactly what I teach. So I really appreciate that. And another cool thing, which makes it really easy. Suppose maybe the sizing doesn't work for you. Outdoor Voices offers free shipping and hassle-free returns. If you're not completely satisfied, I was completely satisfied. Everything fit amazingly. And also, my mom had major FOMO, and she wanted them all too and everything fit her. She's been rocking her compression leggings also. It's so cute. So, I definitely recommend going on their site. They have such awesome colors. Everything is just so fashion ready but also fun and cute and I just love it. I love Outdoor Voices so much. I know you guys will too, especially a lot of you meatballs who have signed up for the online plyo jam classes. You can wear this when you're working out at home and then you don't have to change necessarily if you're running out of time and realize oh shoot i'm supposed to go to this lunch with a friend like you can just run out and go to the lunch wearing the same outfit from outdoor voices so i have a special treat for you for 20 percent off your first order of a hundred dollars or more all you have to do is visit outdoorvoices.com jersey j-e-r-s-e-y and enter the promo code jersey again capital j-e-r-s-e-y that's amazing It's such good savings. You're definitely going to spend $100 because you're going to want everything that they have. And again, it's for men or women. So a lot of the holidays are coming up. This is the perfect gift for anyone with an active lifestyle that needs to go from the gym to lunch to meetings to all the things. Even if just go pick up your kids from school, you don't feel like you're just like running from the gym. You actually feel like you're in a cute outfit. So again, for 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit Outdoor Voice jersey and enter the promo code jersey and now meatballs. I bring you the ghosted hunters. Where do people go when they disappear without a trace,
4: leaving jilted lovers with unanswered questions in their wake? What went wrong? Was it something I said? Why did they vanish? We are investigators. Who specialize in tracking down
1: ghosts.
4: Not the kind that haunt you. The ones who
3: don't return your calls. People come to us when they're looking for closure. We think the victims deserve more than these cold-hearted acts of indifference. They deserve answers. And we're on a mission to find them. I'm Ariel. I'm in Mensa. I'm Erin. I have a journalism degree
4: alone we can barely function but together we are ghosted hunters
0: Ah, oh, that was so amazing i hope you meatballs enjoyed their trailer for ghosted hunters guys you've been listening to Erin and i talk for the past hour well guess what i have her counterpart miss ariel kashanchi did i do it right Ariel, God but,
4: damn um, it! I mean, it's fine. You're from the East Coast. <laughs> people from the East Coast, for some reason, just cannot pronounce Ariel. I
0: think it's because I've been like binging on a Ferris's podcast, and uh-huh. she corrects a lot of people. It's Anna, not Anna. Yeah. So I'm like Ariel or Air. Like I oh, can't. You're, just, you're turning me into Anna. <laughs> I am here. I'm turning you into Anna. Okay. I didn't know it was right yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's Anna apparently a thing um well meatballs you probably recognize that voice because Ariel did I do it I did it wrong yeah, again. no is that right that's okay. it Ariel I did it she's been a prior guest on what's your jersey and um we talked a lot about Paula Abdul we did on our podcast um did, did you just see her on James Corden no uh everyone listening including yourself you need to google Paula Abdul and James Corden she just did straight up now tell me <gasps> like it's ten times better than the actual music video. She did choreography. Like oh there's my God. all she sings live. She looks phenomenal. Ugh. Just gonna I'm it- going to
4: see her in concert.
0: Wait, what? Yeah,
4: I think it's in November. Yeah. What? I got tickets. It's in Palm Springs. Well, my friend got us tickets, yeah.
0: Well, I'm one hundred percent down to go to yes, that. You guys should come. Wait, is it like a Paula Abdul, Backstreet Boy, like Boys to Men tour? I think
4: I think it's Paula and maybe boys to men. <gasps> but well. It's going to be in the desert, so lots of gay men and us. <laughs> I mean, who needs
0: to go to any other concert I but know. that? I know. I feel like you could go right now. The way these girls are dressed, they look so freaking hot. I told them they need to leave here immediately and just go out on the town. Like, you need to just <laughs> do all the things. Like, we have a bodysuit being rocked right now. We have, like, my favorite neckline, which is, like, a high neck with, like, a shoulder out, both shoulders out. But there's, like, cleavage. It's, like, all happening. It's like a boob window. Erin has, like a, like, a cleavage window. She has a cleavage window.
3: Only worn this shirt once and it was to a metal show. It's <laughs> <laughs> appropriate. This is the second time I've ever worn this and it's for you, Jacqueline. I
0: really, oh God. <laughs> First, you bring me champagne, then you give me a boob window. I mean, anyway. could this day get any better? Yeah, She's...
3: Prepared. We come prepared <laughs> to do the podcast.
0: You have hot pink lipstick on. Like, I'm just, I can't. It's so good, guys. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, the reason why I wanted you guys on here is because you're so inspiring. I am so freaking proud of you you have started this podcast that we said this before everyone loves the idea of this and never knew they needed it in their lives like thank you i don't know about i don't know if this happened to our parents back in the day but like our generation the ghosting that occurs is soul crushing a and i feel like no one really talks about it
4: yeah, they just kind of, like, let it go. Like, people act like it never happened and then move on. And and then there's, like, people left in pain. And it's it's nice to be able to give people closure.
0: Right? Yeah. Like, no one ever gets called out on it. It's like, well, no. he ghosted. No. So that's it. Yeah, it's
3: become normal. And there's almost, like, shame about it, like we are kind of talking about earlier. I feel like, you know, it's something where we just want to move on as quick as possible and write it off as, well, he's a dick. But I do think that you should... Be able to have a conversation about it and to keep people
4: accountable for the stuff that they're doing.
0: And you're like accountability coaches for dicks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're dick, countab- dick, countab- dick countability. Is that, does you're that work? Dick
0: accountability
4: dick coaches. Accountability coaches. <laughs> but vagina,
0: vaginas too. I mean, oh, you know, for sure. We, Do you, yeah. Have you had any ghosting stories where, oh, yeah, the Candyland story. Yeah. I just listened to that. Yeah. Can you tell the listeners about Candyland? It's so good.
4: Sure. So, um, our our friend Chris was, who's also been on the podcast who's, who's who's been on this podcast yeah and he's um he was dating a receptionist at his agent's office and she kind of disappeared once and which was awkward because he had to see her when he would go into his agent's office and then she mo- she went to wait, I'm so bad with chrono- chronological <laughs>
3: She went to a different agency, invited him to come to that agency. He had an audition and then he never heard back from the agents again, so they also ghosted him. And then <sighs> yes. they got in contact to go on another date. It again went really well and then again she, she disappeared. Him to her yeah. Wait, it, what? Say yeah, that again? It almost got more serious. She took him to a family gathering, a breakfast?
4: That's like psychopathic behavior, right? And so he weird. met her stepfather who she has a crush on. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. She has a crush on her stepfather. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, we're drawing conclusions. Whatever. Um, we're women. She, that's what we do. She he looks just like her stepfather, which is oh, I my- mean <laughs> That's like I would I would date a guy who's like the opposite of my father. Like complete opposite. Like I would not want anyone who reminds me remotely of any relative. God, you don't
0: have daddy issues. You're like a unicorn. No,
4: I do have daddy <laughs> issues. My daddy
0: issues go the other way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I I tend to go in the direction of like I like kind of like a fully built Italian. Like I I lean into that which like, might be creepy I don't think
4: so I, I think not it's like what's familiar to you
0: yeah maybe oh god I'm a creep
4: that's what I am that's no what I you're not well, okay Aaron do you date Mexican guys Yeah, I mean,
3: I'm dating an El Salvadorian guy.
0: Yeah, but he's not... Your dad is not Mexican. That's true. So that doesn't count. (laughs) Do you date date older white men?
4: (laughs) I certainly have. I certainly have.
0: (laughs) Wait, so I want to know, like, how did this happen? Because I know so many people probably come up to you also, and they're like, I have this idea for a podcast, eh," and it never turns into anything. Like, you guys actually turned it into something. So how did Ghosted Hunters become ghosted hunters.
4: Well so we were we were just we were talking about how shitty it is getting ghosted. Like everyone we know has had it happen. Oh yeah. And we thought why not marry the true crime genre with ghosting and act and have real cases.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And the next day Aaron called me and she's like, I have a composer. <laughs> Like song.
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's almost like kismet, like everything kind of came together really, really easily and effortlessly, which is yeah. strange because oftentimes when you're working on a project, you feel like you're constantly like you know pushing things to go forward. this one felt like we didn't have to push it just happened happened, and people were excited, and they got it instantly, so getting people on board to you know tell their story or to be willing to have us investigate like that was really easy too. It just kind of came together and we took about two months to create a bunch of content before we
0: released it and make so sure smart. it was
3: right. And so you're not like
0: having nervous breakdowns about like churning out stuff. Like, yeah, you had it ready. yeah. Well, we are, we, we are, are. Yeah. You know, well, you're in it now, but yeah. like to, uh-huh. when you start something, it's good to have like a few episodes ready. Yeah,
3: and it gave us the time to kind of figure out, you know, how we wanted it to sound and to edit things down to kind of get the rest of our story set up a little bit further. Like, we yeah. knew we were going to launch, so we had a period of time to kind of, you know, solidify everything and to get the
4: ball moving before it was go time. So That's that so was inspiring. helpful, too. Yeah, that did that lead time gave us a lot of help and, yeah. like, a sense of security.
0: Did almost. you have any other names, or was Ghosted Hunters always the first thing? I think it was our first name. Yeah. That was yeah. it. It just made sense. Because the yeah. cool thing about your podcast, it's not like every other podcast. Like, there's music that, like, builds the story. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you have sound effects. Like, you guys actually go on, like, excursions and, like, hunt down these people. Like, they're not fucking around, people. <laughs> like, no. they literally... They'll go to your place of work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. What was the one where you, like, went to the hospital? Was that Chad and Kelly? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What was that like? Like, do, I mean, was that all like really what happened? Can you tell them about Chad and Kelly? Yeah,
3: our episodes are based on the interviews of the person that is the main character that comes to us and tells us everything. And um, we pursue the leads that they give us. Um, And, yeah, we add elements to the story to kind of enhance them. Um,
4: And we try to be respectful. You know, we've had people reject us and and we do change names. That's good. Yeah. We do certain
3: scenarios, too, if we need to, you know, to kind of you know, hide the identity of people that maybe don't want to be involved in this. So, um, yeah.
0: (laughs) I feel like if I was on it, like, I would maybe want, like, a name change, but, like, I would want to out every fucking thing that ever happened. Like, I would be totally fine with just, like, giving every detail
3: yeah it definitely gives people the opportunity to be honest about what occurred especially when they let us read text messages or you know actual correspondence that they've had um and when we're able to talk to the person it's obviously the same thing like they get to tell their side of the story so I think it's actually kind of cathartic for both people on both ends when it goes well but sometimes it doesn't
4: We've got. We've had to reject people before.
0: Oh, oh, tell us. So before we take on a case, we, we... <laughs> which by the way, they're very qualified. Okay, Erin has a broadcast journalism degree, and Ariel is in Mensa. I mean,
1: that's
0: that's all it takes. <laughs> that's, that's
4: all it takes. Please, like... come on. It was, we 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 try to like vet them and make sure that they're not like psychos that are stalking the other person or you know and that and that the ghost that we're at least able to somehow get a hold of them. So
0: you've done people that you're not friends with, yeah. You, oh, like so. Oh yeah, you people get submissions. Yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We get a lot. We have we have people who go email us on the ghosted hunters email or tweet us. They they find us on Instagram. Yeah. Oh my it's. God. It's crazy, and and people will just send us emails like pouring their heart out, telling us every terrible thing that someone did to them, and it's 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 sad. What's well, like the worst ghosting
3: incident? Oh my gosh! Well, um, we got an email. I want to say like. A couple weeks ago And this poor guy He's someone that follows me On social media And I was like I want to hear your story And He had Someone that he was In a relationship with For years Maybe three to four They lived together He Parented This person's Kid like it was His own And The last time He saw her It was like I love you babe They went to work And he came back home That day And everything was gone (sighs) And They were engaged
1: Oh my and
3: God. we... I'm supposed to talk to this person and kind of get a, a better idea of what's going on. It's a case that we'd like to investigate, but I have a feeling that we're probably not going to be able to talk to her. I don't think she'll want to because that's kind of intense to do that to someone. Wait,
0: like you would know where to go and find her? Like you Well,
3: I asked be- him. It's not someone that we know and he lives, I think, I'm assuming a different area, maybe even possibly a different state. So it would be really, really hard to take on that case. Okay. But I asked, hey, like, are you open to us contacting her? And he said yes, but I don't know if she'll be open to talking to you. This is so that might be something we're not able to like really pursue, but I would still love to talk to him about it and kind of see what the details are. But yeah, it's an email that I forwarded to Ariel and I was like, what do you think about this? This is really intense.
4: I know. What did you think about that case? I mean, I thought it was pretty terrible what she did to him, obviously. Um, I'm worried about, I mean, we have to call her and find out, but th- that's like a, a little tragic. Yeah
0: yeah i feel like maybe you guys have seen now because you've done how many episodes in are you seven you're seven episodes in has there been like a through line of red flags that have happened with like each ghosting instance yes Yes. okay can you tell the meatballs some red flags to look out for if you feel like maybe you might be ghosted soon or like excessive texting with no plans made
4: Ooh, yes that's good that's uh that's 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 a big red flag, okay. Um,
3: I think wavering communication patterns, you know, um, that's kind of one of one thing that we've noticed.
4: Inconsistency in communication. that's a big red flag. Um, stories that don't add up, but it's small stories that don't add up. You know, little nuances where it's 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 a lie that's covering up another a bigger lie. Ugh. And so those pop out at people.
3: And then every now and then there's that that random case where it's just someone that was in the moment, you know, someone that was in the moment and just like that's you're just a victim of someone that's in the moment.
0: Okay, so do you consider like someone like if you're on like a first date slash one night stand, is that ghosting if they like leave after you guys hook up or is that just like, well, you guys hooked up?
4: It no, I, I mean, well, yeah, if, if, if you give them the expectation that you're still going to be seeing them, mm-hmm. then, then I would consider that a ghosting. Yeah, okay.
3: like the second episode that we had, which was Steve and the Cougar, basically it was someone that left right before they were about to hook up and he left without saying goodbye. And we consider that ghosting. That's a ghosting. Even though that was a first date scenario, I think that someone that was in the moment decided that they didn't want to be held accountable and didn't want to explain the fact that they no longer wanted to go through with this with someone and just disappeared and I don't really think that's cool either like just have the balls to say hey I gotta go even if you lie like hey I gotta let my dog out sorry I totally forgot I'm drunk
0: so do you think ghosting is like not having the courage or like the balls to like actually just say no to someone
4: yes and also not wanting to have to deal with the confrontational part of ending it okay because a lot of people that's that's they they figure if I just disappear we don't have to have this conversation. I don't have to tell them why I don't want to see them anymore.
0: And I love what you guys do. You like let the person who's been hurt confront their ghoster. Is that what you would say? Their ghost? Yeah. Their ghost. Ghost. Yeah. No, you guys are like unsolved mysteries for millennials. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me really happy. Have you guys had your own ghosting stories on yet? And do you plan on doing that if you haven't?
4: I mean, we've taught we do epilogue episodes, and so we'll bring on a celebrity. And the epilogue about- is my
0: favorite. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was a good one.
0: <laughs> I also one. like, obviously, I know him. Yeah, that- for other reasons. For whatever boyfriend works with him and so like the stories he was telling i was like oh my god yeah it's like it was great he was being really open and honest with you guys which was awesome yeah he was really candid yeah
4: and so those are the episodes where we would talk about our own experiences and i don't know will we ever investigate our own ghostings i haven't been ghosted I don't think in a while. Can I come
0: on and investigate for you? Like, can we flip it for you guys? Oh my God, that would be
1: hilarious. That's that's, what we need. That's what
3: we've talked about before. Like, we have kind of talked about, well, would we be open to investigating, you know, something? Because, like, I've been ghosted and, you know. I've been ghosted. Yeah. And actually, you know the scenario, but um, we were thinking, well, maybe that's a conflict of interest. Like, can I investigate a case where it happened to me? And I don't think so, but maybe if we brought on a guest there host like Jacqueline.
0: Guys, I'll take one you know, for the
3: team. we could uh, <laughs> further investigate something like that um, <laughs> to make it entertaining. That but would be a lot of fun. That, would that be so actually would fun. be a lot of fun. Maybe season two, that would be a good one. That would be a good like, go season down. two
0: opener. Yeah. Or like a finale for season one.
3: I mean, it's just so weird <laughs> because it's like, here we are doing this like to other people, helping them confront people. But it's also, you know, we've been on both sides of
0: well that's that's what i like about podcasting even like i feel like we're always asking the questions and we're always like finding out stories about other people but i don't think it's fair if you're not like exposing your shit too
4: yeah i agree they should they should uh, like we like people to get to know us too yeah
0: you're probably everyone's favorite part i mean i love listening to you guys i think the most organic and best thing about your podcast is how different you guys sound yeah yeah Yeah,
4: yeah, we're we're really yin and a yang.
0: Yeah, yeah no, yeah. but it works because you both have different senses of humor, like different cadences, <laughs> different timing. Like, it makes me so happy, and I love it. And you, Meatballs, you need to listen to Ghosted Hunters. It will just make your day better. Um, okay, so I asked Erin a few questions okay. and I have her answers here so I want to know oh what- is this like
4: the newlywed game it is! oh my god I'm so excited oh my god I mean we spend so much time together
0: this, should be, this should be a shoo-in yes okay alright Ariel but
3: they were hard questions so I will just say <laughs> that I was like whoa I don't know if Ariel's gonna have the same answers as me
0: okay oh, um, oh my god I'm nervous oh don't be But B, okay, Um, (laughs) all right. What is your favorite episode so far? Um, wow,
4: and why? You know, I think I think it would be part one of Kelly and Chad. Yeah. <laughs> brum, 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 brum. that's what oh, she said oh my god i love
0: it oh my god she knows me so well awesome so well. <laughs> all right um what's been the most awkward ghost hunt so far for you to do um oh wow okay um
4: <laughs> is it is it is it, oh god now now I want a clue. Is it one that we did or that we didn't do? One that we did. Okay, um,
0: we've talked about it already on this podcast.
4: Oh, all right, okay. So <laughs> then it would be it would be Chris. No, what? no, <laughs> Kelly and, and Chad No,
0: oh, no. Okay, um, there was a child's bedroom involved. Oh, 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 oh. Stephen Leslie. But you said Chris. Why do you think it was the Candyland episode? Um. Well, I mean, it ended with her
4: boyfriend calling us and screaming at us. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us that story. <laughs> it's. It was. I mean, not what we expected, and and we we try to be. You know, we record us doing our research too, just you know, like so that you kind of hear our train of thought. So we recorded us leaving the voicemail, which was w- weird because. I, I, voicemails are not my thing, you know? Like, who, people don't, I have one friend who leaves voicemails, and that's because she's like well into her 40s. I don't know anyone else. <laughs> I leave voice notes when I'm driving. Yeah, voice <laughs> notes. Yeah. We do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I've done that
0: to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's voicemails. It's just kind of annoying. Um, and you can read them. Just text me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never listen to it. I just read no. the transcription. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. All right. Um, I want to know. What are your three tips For getting ghosted on Like what's the best way To get revenge on someone
4: um, I mean My philosophy on revenge has all Oh wait Is this part of the newlyweds game Yeah sure Oh yeah. Oh no it's not
0: I asked her what that question. That? Oh, she this? answered it. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. For,
4: okay. So for. <laughs> this
0: one's very personal, though. I think yeah. Have so just answer.
4: Yeah. It's going to okay. be your own question. All right. Yeah. Well, for me, revenge is moving on quickly and just not giving a shit about that person anymore. Yeah. Like, you just. Like, to me, when something is over, the person just ceases to exist. Unless we're friendly enough to where we follow each other on social media or we see each other here and there. But I can't even tell you the names. Of some of the guys I've had relationships with.
0: See, my problem. It's terrible. I think <laughs> like I just want amnesia. Make me forget this uh, psycho. I feel that way about certain friends too. Where I'm like, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind would be great right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the problem is, either with friendships, you should bring it into friendships also, by the way. You shouldn't. You want to. We definitely,
3: I think in season two, we want to explore situations where someone's been ghosted by their agent or, you know, a friendship that fell apart or, you know, something like that. Like, I think we want to kind of open up, like, what our definition of ghosting is and kind of move into, like, relationships that didn't have closure and what that's like. everything. Parents, Parents, you know? Like... No, maybe even someone that passed on let's get a psychic in there right let's, let's go yeah i mean why not i think it's interesting the whole concept of ghosting i think means more than just actual dating
0: oh 100 yeah, this to is gonna be it. like a universal cons a decade-long series get ready guys <laughs> i hope you like each other a lot um <laughs> but one of the hardest things i think like i found that i was ghosted the most by guys that i dated on apps yeah yeah Apps Do you make find people that? disposable? Very disposable. Yeah. Um yeah. and I found it was mostly because I wouldn't hook up with them like immediately. Ew. Yeah, it was a lot of guys even on like a third date, fourth date where I still was kind of like, no, I'm not like ready yet. But, uh,
4: yeah, it's like you you go by your own timeline. Yeah.
0: But at the time I was really sad because they would also like drop little bombs like a week or two later like, "Hey, what's up?" Oh, or like, disgusting. "I hate Do we have no. a terminology for that? Breadcrumbing. 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 Yeah. Okay. I feel like <sighs> or,
3: dropping a deuce. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, our, our friend made that one up. Yeah, our friend Erica made up this term dropping a deuce where a guy will just like hit you up with like randomly with some yeah. shit that you didn't want to hear, you know? Like, totally. "Oh, my back hurts today." Yeah. Hey, well, you, and you're
4: like, "I don't care. What do you like, How is this relevant to my life? Leave I don't me alone. need this information." Yeah.
0: I get that. And I feel like it would have been easier in these situations because I would be emotionally attached by like by like date 3 or 4. Like, I'm kind of like into you and i'm attached at some level and we're probably friends on social media so it was sad and i got upset about it but i think it would be easier if i had listened to your podcast and realized once a guy ghosts like that's it like just move on it's like that's it, absolutely bye Bye no, bye. Like, don't. A ghost is never going to lead to anything more. Exactly. And I feel like you, <laughs> you're so helpful. All right. There's one more question that I asked her, and then I have a few more for you guys, and then okay. I'll let you go show off yourselves outside because you <laughs> look really hot. Um. All right. Uh. Emergency ghosted gift pack. Three things that every girl should have on her on a date in case she gets ghosted. Um. A cell phone with full full
4: battery. That was her first answer! Yes! Um. Uh, uh. God, what else would you need if you get ghosted? Um. Oh, like a backup dick? <laughs> <laughs> Was that one of the things you said?
3: I said lip gloss, so you could hit on the guy next to him. If you think you've been ghosted, just hit on someone
4: else at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So kind of a backup. All right. dick. That's, yeah, that's like in the in the in the realm of yeah. backup.
0: You dick. need like a third round draft pick. Yes, just in case. Exactly. It's like all right, <laughs> sports. This yes. is about sports. <laughs> What's the third? Um, Her third one was a protection thing. Oh, pepper spray.
4: Yes. <laughs> oh are, we, are we the same person What the hell? We, we're like two
0: halves of the we're like the angel no. and the devil on people's shoulders. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Have you guys ghosted anyone yourselves? Yes.
1: Mhm. Yes. Totally.
0: Okay. And what how do you do, what's the art of ghosting on the flip side? Like what's the best way to ghost someone if you're just like I can't? I mean,
4: I've only ghosted people If I think that if I were to tell them this is over and it's and it's not somebody who really like necessarily like we went on a couple dates and 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 I realize that they're crazy because of their the their communication style. Like, you know, like they text too much or too many emojis, which is a sign of insecurity. Um, (laughs) uh, But um, I think you just stop responding. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, in my case, I kind of said earlier um, a case where I ghosted someone was I was waiting kind of for an apology, and it never came. So I was like, well, I think it's okay to assume this is done, and And maybe it it was a mutual ghosting situation. The other time when I ghosted someone, it was... Um, someone I started seeing when things were kind of unfinished with my ex, like I thought they were finished, but he came back into my life. So it was going to complicate the matter where I was kind of seeing this new person. So instead of explaining to them, Hey, I'm not sure what's going on. My ex is talking to me again. I just kind of stopped talking to him and took a break and figured I'd circle back at some point and explain what was going on or maybe we would start dating again if things with the ex didn't work out.
1: Okay.
3: Um, so it was kind of one of those situations. I just kind of didn't want to like let them know that I was entertaining the idea of getting back together with someone because that's awkward. You don't want to explain that to a date. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah.
4: I've told people that. You have. I, I, I was dating a guy who who ended up stalking me and when I, I realized... You would stalk me? I would stalk the Think. shit out of you. I'd stalk you back. Thank you. That's <laughs> 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 um, a lot. Thank you. I told him, I said, I'm reconciling with my ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there was no ex-boyfriend. <laughs>
0: it <was a> lie. <laughs> yeah, it was a
4: lie. But, I guess it wasn't so a... So, in my case, it actually was kind of happening, so... And that's so why It's a breakup line You guys are <laughs> Yeah this. mine was an excuse Because yeah. I wanted I wanted to make it Not about <laughs> him You yeah. know I wanted him To not take it personally And none of that Stopped him from stalking me So Yeah Has this know. made
0: it easier For you stand up wise Like have, has it brought up Certain things that maybe You forgot about To actually put into your act About dating Um I don't I don't know. I don't talk about dating a ton in
4: my stand-up. That's good. Has it changed it for you?
3: I mean, I do talk about dating a lot in my stand-up, but I feel like it hasn't... I haven't written any new material about ghosting, but I do look for comics that do material about ghosting because yes. then I'm always like, all right, I need to talk to them, see what the story is. Yeah. Like, maybe they should be on the podcast. Um, yeah, it's it changed the way I look at other people's stand-ups since it's such an epidemic. Like, it's just happening to everyone.
0: Oh, that's so bad. It I really love is, that yeah. you're just like shining a light on it
4: yeah people need to i mean don't give people false hope that's all if you don't like
0: someone it's fine i mean i don't know why it hurts so much like i mean i i've only been ghosted a few times but like the times it happened it was just like the end of the world for like a day or two (laughs) like i don't like
4: ah because you take it personally you don't know why yeah and then you start going in people go into their heads and they're like well what did i do was it the way I held my fork? Was it because I, you know, sent too many emojis? Probably. But, you know, it's, there's, there's different. It,
0: and nine times out of ten, it's, it's about the other person. It's, it's nothing almost never you, about them. Yeah. Unless you're a total swamp creature with no social you, graces whatsoever. You, exactly. Yeah. Well, you guys aren't that. Um, I want to know. This comes out on September 13th. Where people can see you Do you have any Upcoming shows Or like anything That the meatballs Can look out for For you guys Because you've been doing A lot of shows together lately Which is awesome Yeah we
4: have Yeah God I mean, I don't have any big shows coming up, but I post everything on my social media. Okay. Okay. All right. What about you?
3: I mean, I'm doing a fun show, I think, at the end of the month, but I don't have the specific date yet because I don't know when that is. But yeah, just follow us on social media and follow the podcast. We're always releasing new episodes. So Ghosted Hunters on iTunes, it's on SoundCloud, Google Play, Ghosted Hunters on Instagram. Yeah. Ghosted Hunters
0: are everywhere. They're everywhere. And yeah. I want to know, what's the future of Ghosted Hunters? What can we look out for? Like, what do you guys want to do with the podcast?
4: There's so many directions. I feel like there's so many people yeah. like, fighting
0: over you right we, now. We've
4: been getting a lot of really amazing opportunities, yeah. and it's just kind of trying to narrow it down to what's going to be right for us and what speaks to us, because we, we don't want to do anything unless we absolutely love it. Yeah.
3: And I think like ultimately at the heart of the matter, like we just want to stay true to the idea of telling real stories about real people and talking to them and giving the opportunity to confront someone that did them wrong. And I think no matter where the podcast goes, it'll always stay true to that. And it'll be hilarious.
4: Yeah, we want to give them levity (laughs) because it's not it's it's not always as bad as you think it is. It's not as bad in the grand scheme of things as it is in that moment.
0: And it's nice to know that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pimp yourselves out. You pimped out ghosted hunters, but let us know how we can find you individually too. So I'm on Instagram is Ariel's
4: not a mermaid, and my Twitter is Iranian mermaid because I contradict myself.
3: And I'm a Facebook Erin Darling fan page, Twitter Erin A Darling, and Instagram I'm Darling with four H's. Jesus Christ,
0: <laughs> just confusing ladies. You guys really are complex. It's you're complex. You're layered. Yeah you're layered all right you made it to the end of the podcast both pick up these papers that are in front of you right now all right all right as you know because you've been on this before um lady gaga or lady gaga as i like to call her um is a goals guest and she retweeted our parody so now i have everyone do a read i picked out a few songs and i want you guys to pick one a million reasons because it's all about letting go (laughs) Um, what are the other ones that are telephone there? There's here. telephone and there's one more that I thought was really perfect a perfect illusion. So those three, I want you guys to either, I'll let you think about it. Go line by line back and forth as this is like your advertisement for ghosted hunters, like how you do your openings or Something more creative that you guys can think of. Um, In the meantime, um, while you guys are thinking about things, I just want to thank you, Meatballs, again, for being such amazing, amazing listeners. I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions for me or the Ghosted Hunters girls, you can reach out at... What's your jersey podcast at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com? Um, I love hearing from you, and the support has been awesome. and Please, please, please uh, share the podcast with your friends, rate, review, do all the things. I also just want to thank my sponsors this week our X Bar, your amazing, and Outdoor Voices. I love, love, love your apparel, and you meatballs will too. How are we doing, guys? Are we ready? We're
4: ready. We're Ready? Okay.
0: Give us your interpretation. What song so did you is pick? This is the
4: style, style of a commercial.
0: Oh, perfect.
4: Is or or are we just doing? You a, do whatever
0: you want. Oh, You're, okay. Yeah. Right. But okay. that sounds good. Okay. But what song All is right. it? What are we pick? We're doing
4: um, Telephone. Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Telephone by the Ghosted Hunters. Hello, hello, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait,
0: hold on. Are we, Should are, we try it again? Wait, and we'll have the take two.
4: Okay. <laughs> OK. Hello, Hello, baby.
3: You called. I can't hear a thing. <laughs> I have
4: got no service
3: in the club, you see, see? whoa! what did you say? Oh, you're breaking up on me? Sorry, I cannot hear you. I'm kinda busy.
4: Cook kinda busy.
3: Cook kinda busy.: <laughs> Sorry,
4: I cannot hear you.
3: I'm kinda busy.
4: Just a second.
3: It's my favorite song they're going to play.
4: And I cannot text with you.
3: With a drink in my hand, eh? Oh, God.
4: You should have made some plans with me.
3: You knew that I was free.
4: And now you won't stop calling me. I'm kind of busy.
0: Oh, God, that was perfect. <laughs> That's you. like the most perfect ghosted conversation. So we Just, should curtsy. You really should. You, I feel like you could do a whole episode about that song. You know, you could, just probably, Beyonce yes. and Lady Gaga. Beyonce does a thing oh, in there. That's right, just yeah. Beyonce ghosting Lady Gaga. Ooh,
4: okay, think about it. It's who not... would be who?
0: Who would play who?
4: I mean, I think I'd be Gaga. Okay, I'd be Beyonce. I'm, I, oh, I'm the yeah. darker
0: one. I, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Can I play the <laughs> telephone?
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you know, also, for, okay. Can I just say that yeah. this song is perfect for us because in this music video, Lady Gaga wears caution tape.
0: <gasps> Which is our Comic Con outfit? Oh my god! I totally forgot to ask yes. you guys about that. Really quick, Comic Con, you guys yes. wore caution tape around your bodies. We made caution capes
3: with caution tape. Well, Ariel did. Really, it was all her idea.
4: Well, I mean, we constructed it together. Yeah, we, we made we made capes out of caution tape, and then we put together our costumes. Our, like we like wore bathing suits. It was so, and bad. then taped caution tape around them. We could not urinate (laughs) (laughs) we had to ration water that day Um, all day so that we wouldn't have to pee and
3: this is july in san diego it's hot it's really hot and it's a long day and we got there at probably like 10 11 a.m and we were there all day around the convention watching how much we were drinking We didn't pee till like six p.m.
4: Oh no! It was it was fascinating. Did you guys get UTIs? No, 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 no. (laughs) Yes, we were fine. Yeah, Yeah. no. You guys, you're professional. We did have a boot fall apart, but other than that, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean
0: yeah Oh god I worked Comic Con f- conventions For years Those are interesting Those it was, are fun That's fun You guys are fun I love you so much We love you Yes, yes.
3: Thank you so much For having oh, us Thank you so for much being fun. here
0: You guys are the best And thank you for the champagne And the milk chocolate Oh heck yeah Thank you for the cleavage It made my day <laughs>
4: You're welcome. Um, Thank you
0: for the veggie grill. Oh, yeah, girl. And everyone, please, 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 when you're done listening to this podcast, go over to Ghosted Hunters and just binge all the episodes because they're so freaking good. And they're 15 minutes long. Yeah, they're really quick. It's like a quick listen. It's great. You guys are funny and just on point. And I wish you all the best because I know we're all going to be seeing you on TV soon. Thank you. Yes. All right, meatballs. <laughs> I love you. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Just put your paws up.
4: Because you were born this way, baby.
1: My mama told me when I was young, we're all one superstar.